Town Music. This is Big Town Music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and we are live and in person and vaxxed and boosted to talk about Devo. Joining me around the table tonight, first of all, to my left, the mighty Dr. West Anthony. How you doing, West? Just great. How about you? I'm good. Now, are you still not a doctor? Still not. <laughs> but still practicing? Uh, I'm I'm practicing to not be a doctor. How about that? All right, that's and good. Practice makes perfect of something. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say if you do something, how many for how many hours? Ten thousand, I think. Ten thousand hours. Malcolm, Malcolm Glad. I always get Malcolm Gladwell and Malcolm McLaren confused, and mm-hmm. I really shouldn't because they're very different people. What about Malcolm McDowell? Does he fit in there? Uh, maybe just barely. <laughs> just barely. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, West, you brought. Uh, you brought a Devo pin. You're wearing a fantastic Devo t-shirt. And you also brought a Devo hat. Everyone knows what the Devo hat is, but does that specific hat have a name? They call them the Energy Dome. The Energy but, uh, Dome. Okay. So it's not a flower pot? No, no. Yeah. I mean, it might have been based on a flower pot design of some kind of art deco thing. Um, but I, uh, you know, I was looking up that very thing, but I can't remember if it was like a specific something utilitarian like a flower mm-hmm. pot or if it was some kind of just like art deco piece. And did you buy that at a concert or did you get it online? I got it online. And how, can I ask how much uh, an energy dome costs? I can't remember, but it was more than it should have been. Okay, I got it. <laughs> and where does that live in your place of uh, leisure? What? It's That's just, nothing? It's just on, on the shelf on top of all my records. But it's stuff. displayed. Like if I oh, walk yeah. in, I go, hey, there's an energy dome. Yeah, it'll be there. All right, nice. The chicks love it. All right. Straight in front of me, to uh, to West Anthony's left, we got Steve O'Dockerson, a.k.a. Hob the Troll. Steve-O, how are you doing? I'm here, too. And you're going to also talk about Devo, or are you going to yeah. talk about something different? No, we're going to talk about Devo as well. Are we, uh, or West and I are going to talk about Devo, and you're going to talk about corn dogs. <laughs> oh, man, I could go for a corn dog. Corn dogs are good. Yeah. Anytime is the right time for corn dogs. Oh, oh my God, look, three of us want to kill done? ourselves with corn dogs. Uh, the golden voices of rock solid talking about corn dogs. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, now, we're doing it. It's a Devo episode. Yeah. I want to. Re- I'm going to read an email from because uh, I just came across this email, uh, and I want to read it so that people know how long we've been uh, thinking about doing this. <laughs> oh. uh, where is it? Where is it? Now you're going to tell me I can't find it now. Here we go. I should have had this. Uh, this is not good. Uh, good podcasting. I should have had this uh, all ready to go. But uh, uh, now, where is it? Well, you've done a lot of prep for this already, though. Just getting, you know, even getting this, a lot of prep. The studio set up again. It's a lot. Of, it was a lot yeah, of prep. I'm, that's not a joke, ladies and gentlemen. This man uh, makes sure that all the uh, all the legs around the table. Here and, we go. Uh, okay. This is February sixth, twenty twenty. No, no, I had one from twenty twenty. I swear to God. Yeah. I swear to God. Uh, you could talk. It was about no. It was it was it was, was uh, twenty nineteen. We were talking about this. Here we go. This is December 13th, 2020. I sent West and Steve an email. I said, let's kick off 2021 with an all Devo episode via Zoom. Yeah. And, and, and I said, I would like to record this at the end of January. That didn't happen. Why didn't that happen? What happened? I don't know. I don't know. Right. This is my show. How am I supposed to know? Anyway, this was, uh, 
this was not a good way to start. But look, folks, we've been planning this for a long a time. We've been planning this for a long time. And finally, I'm glad that we're not doing it via Zoom. I'm glad that we're doing it live and in person this way. Mm -hmm. Steve, you're in town for five days. Yep. West Anthony, what do you live, uh, 15 minutes from my house? More or less. Yeah. So this is the time to do it. You guys have never met. Best buddies from the from uh, Love at First Sight. We've worked together. In what way? In, in what way? Yeah. What way have you two worked together? We... We helped you sell microphones. Oh. When did you help me sell microphones? <laughs> Am I forgetting something? Yeah. What happened? Tell me. We did the ad. West West did the the, the voice. I did the, the the sound mixing. That's right. Yeah. Do I still have that ad? Oh, I don't know. I hope so. Do you still need it? It's the worst show ever. <laughs> I, I'm I'm regretting every minute of this. Uh, okay, let me see if I have this. Is I typed in sure. This is uh, this is this is Stevo version. Let's hear this. Turn it up. Let's see if this is the sure microphone ad. It's not playing. This episode of the Rock Solid Podcast yeah. is brought to you by Sure, the company behind some of the world's most iconic microphones, earphones, and audio products including the legendary SM7B mic that we use to record rock solid. The SM7B offers perfect response for music and speech in all professional audio applications. Used to record Michael Jackson's Thriller album, engineers and artists continue to choose the SM7B for warm and rich vocals. And it also shines on just about anything you put through it, such as guitar, bass, kick drum, horns, and even as a hi-hat mic. <laughs> For knows your contribution. Years, yes. Sure has yeah. been the go-to company for roadworthy superior sound. Every member of the Rock Solid Podcast is proud to use the SM7B microphone because we care about bringing our listeners the best sound possible. And now, now see, we're doing this. How do, <laughs> how do I forget these things? Like literally after I record an episode, I yeah. literally, unless something really crazy dramatic happened, I just forget though, I forget. Like, people send me emails, and they'll go, oh, my God, that was so funny when you and Siegel said this. And I'll be like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, for you, it's a conversation. For us, we are actively listening to it. Yeah, it's an experience for us. And, and of course, your life is so action-packed. <laughs> you can't, yes. can't be bothered to remember every little thing. There's another thing here. It says, West Anthony Shore ad. Is that a different one? That's probably the audio that I recorded Let's just by out. itself before the, all the other yeah. stuff was Let's added onto it. Let's find out. This episode of the Rock yeah. Solid yeah. Podcast See, is the same, same thing. thing. We don't need to hear that again. <laughs> yeah, we've had enough. Yeah, you don't need more of me. So I'm anyway, and this here. wasn't to sell microphones. It was. It was. It, this was the way I got these for free. Okay. So thank you. So it was to pay for microphones. It was right. To pay for microphones. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, an integral part of the show that I forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> Can't really record without microphones. Well, you're not going to record without these ones anymore because West and I are taking them home. What are you going to, West? You own one of these. You have one of these. Yeah, home. I have one. I don't need another one. What do you? I'll take it. What do you do with yours? Because you used to podcast. Yeah, I used to. Um, Why'd you stop? Uh, well, because I was hospitalized, <laughs> and after I got out of the hospital, I was like, well, you know, I really needed to relax, and then I just sort of kept going in the relaxing direction. Okay, so you're saying that. that podcasting was not relaxing for you. Not, not. Did podcasting send you to the hospital? Oh, no. I don't, okay. I don't think so, but, you know. Might have. But um, it's funny that you mentioned, I, mean, I don't want to lay out all the details, but the thing is, when I get my new laptop, mm -hmm. 
I do want to plug that microphone into it, and I do want to do something that might be of interest to uh, you and or Rock Solid listeners. All right. Well, I'm excited to... Uh, don't tell us any more. I like the secretiveness. Yeah. Um, and when, but let me, let's back up to going to the hospital. I forget. What, did, what, what sent you to the hospital? What happened? A bus. A bus hit you? No, no. A bus sent me to the hospital. I got on a bus and I went <laughs> oh to the my hospital. God. Because ambulances are freaking expensive. <laughs> All right. So I took the bus. Uh, I found that I had a, a pulmonary embolism with a side order of pneumonia. All right. And you're fine now. Now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing okay. <laughs> Just okay? Uh, well, I'll tell you. I hate when someone says I'm okay, because I feel like that's not good. <laughs> that just means, like, like, okay is right here. Good is, I'm always like, I'm great. I feel great. Oh, well, now you're just well, bragging. Well, that's, that, yeah, that's not me. I'm, I never feel great. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, I, you're better than okay, though. I, I'm definitely not sick. Let's put it that way. Oh boy, it's getting worse. I don't worse. have any. I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any health problems that I'm aware of. All right. um, I'm working from home uh, since uh, the pandemic, which is mm. really, uh, really great for me. Yeah, because um, I've because been in, I've been enjoying it a lot. Because you enjoy the company of yourself as opposed to maybe some people you work with. That's part of it. All right, good. But also, I mean, it was a you know two hour commute. Yes, wow, that's what geez. I was telling yeah. Steve-O today. Your commute is yeah, and, dismal. Yeah. Now my commute is just rolling out of bed and going over to the desk, and that's it. Do so. you uh, do you get out of bed and put work clothes on, or are you just in uh, jammies all day? Uh, generally, it's just, you know, yeah, whatever. I, I mean, I will not whatever, wear whatever I slept in. Right. But it's going to be usually something casual. If I know there's going to be a meeting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I will, believe it or not, we have polo shirts with a company logo on it. I'll, yeah, I'll throw, throw one of those on. on. So... And, you know, make sure that my, my hair is combed mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. But, uh, so yeah. business from the waist up. Well, I mean, party from the waist down. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll put on a pair of jeans. Put on a pair of jeans. Too. I, okay. I, I definitely do not. I absolutely don't want to make any kind of mistake like that. So <laughs> there's, yeah. So I make sure that I'm, I'm dressed. All right. Cool. Cool. And, uh, all right. Let's talk to you, Steve-O. Hey. I don't even doing? know what we're doing right now. I figure, what's the topic? Yeah, we're just, we're, it, it's Devo. This is the pre, yeah. this, this we're is We're catching the, up. This is, this is the part of the show where people email me and say, it took you 20 minutes to get the music. I'm like, oh. well, fast forward 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, just, you know what? I enjoy people just talking a little bit. Right. I didn't want to hear about Pat and Mary going to see the tubes. Fast forward and we get to the songs. Yeah. Right? I'm, yeah, I'm doing well. I'm doing. A, I'm having a good just time. Just well, yeah. Because well, for me, it's okay, <laughs> then well, and then good, and I'm great. Boy, you you really rely on superlatives, don't you? <laughs> I really do. Any, I really anything do. less than great, and and you're you're worried that there's going to be a funeral coming. Even if someone says, <laughs> "Hey, I'm, Pat, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm, I'm having, fine." Is also I'm having not a great, great time. Also, if someone says, "I'm, doing I'm fantastic. fine," that's fine isn't great either. And now you're ignoring oh. me when I'm telling you how well I'm doing. I'm so. splendiferous. I'm oh. been with you the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> I made Steve go out and get uh, what we get seven thousand steps with you. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Wait, made you made you him it. walk. Wait, make him. I said I'm going to go for a walk after breakfast. I told him I had me? gout, and he is like, "Yeah, come on, let's get come some on, steps in. come on, buddy." <laughs> I had to, I pulled him in a wagon. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time. All right, Devo, Devo. Let's talk about it now. A lot of times when a band is discussed on the show, you can't really put that band in a category but i feel like devo is straight up new wave would you guys agree or disagree i think they started out that way but Mm -hmm. then as they went along really i 
I, I sometimes wonder whether they defined new wave or new wave defined them. Mm-hmm. And then they just sort of stepped away from it because uh, they definitely didn't start out new wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first album it's, it's punk is yeah. And the stuff before that, yeah. some of it is really rough. Yeah. <laughs> stuff before they even had a, were on a label. Right. Yeah. And where did you hear this stuff? Well, they put it out eventually. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. We're not discussing that, though. We're just going to, I mean, we'll discuss yeah. it, but we're playing songs just from the nine studio albums. It's, and right. maybe from one of the live albums. It's when, uh, yeah, like, for, the New Wave idea kind of formed around them. It's just like, well, what is New Wave? Uh, Devo's there. Yeah. You know, like there's synthesizers. Somebody's got a like uh, a, a particular look, whether mm-hmm. that's a bunch of, uh, you know, sad people from England wearing uh, suits <laughs> and having wild hair or 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 Devo. You know, it's yeah. the yeah. sad people from England. They're just OK. But then they sort of they went further away from New Wave. And really, in a way, as the 80s progressed, they sort of went a little more in the direction of what we now think of as synth pop. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because at a certain point. You know, the, a couple of the guys were determined to prove that guitars were obsolete. Mm-hmm. And so suddenly in the last few couple albums there, you, you hear very little uh, guitar. But, uh, you know, I don't I don't think the guitar proved to be obsolete in the end. I love that I brought this up because literally I thought you were both going to go, yep, they're new wave. And no, <laughs> no, I had pushback. Yeah. The, it's, it it's, got a little contentious it can be, when it, Steve-O it talked. Can be part, <laughs> that's the, any conversation I have, really. <laughs> It's, it's part of what makes them so great, though, is that yeah. they, they define easy categorization, and then they also sort of helped to define those categories. Yeah. Because a lot of those bands that you think of as New Wave and synth pop, they kind of took that, that sound that Devo had, and they, they ran with it. Gotcha. A lot of uh, the, the synth pop bands from the UK, I mean, they, they wouldn't be around, do, they wouldn't have done what they did if it wasn't for Devo and or Kraftwerk. Yeah. There you go. Will Devo get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year? No. <laughs> I agree, no. I wish. I really wish like hell they would, but I I I think it's because they're they're so weird. They're a little mm-hmm. weird and, and 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 almost anti-commercial in some regards that uh those people who kind of run the those the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they're just they're just not into it. Well, it, when they do get in, like this year, the ceremony is in Los Angeles. So is it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, maybe get your ticket. Um, when they do get in, it would be nice if they got in the year that the ceremony is back in uh, in Cleveland because they're yeah. they're from That's Ohio. True. That'd be rad. So that yeah. would be rad. Yeah. I mean, I don't know uh, if they would like it, but. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> the, I don't know if the they fans, like anything. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like. I don't even know if they would go. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> would Mother- they show up? I, I, Are they going to be at Todd Rundgren and not show up? They'll go. They'll they'll go, but they'll they'll make it their themselves. It'll it'll be it'll be mm-hmm. on their own terms. Yeah, they'll they'll turn it into a Devo esque performance piece. Yeah, like you know, and we'll we'll talk about you know uh, the something for everyone album where it was uh, the ideas were basically crowdsourced. Yeah. Um, they'll they'll turn it into a into a thing that is going to be better than anything that we can uh, ascribe to it. Wouldn't it be great if a band, you know, because it's a TV show, you know, they it's you know, and they the band rehearses the songs they're going to play. How cool would it be if the band rehearsed like three these three songs, but then that night they just played whatever they want because there would be no one to stop you from doing that. Yeah, the director's not going to come out and go, whoa, whoa, guys, these aren't the songs that we rehearsed. Has that anybody be, ever done that? I don't think so. 
No? I don't know if they would be the band to do that, though. I think I think they would do something, mm-hmm. but in terms of just, yeah, we're going to do other songs, I don't know if it'd be them. Who would it be? Oh. Rundgren. Let's see. he didn't go. Well, Elvis Costello already got in. Yeah. Yeah. He he, had, you know, he already pulled that shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. true. Uh, West. Yes. How many times have you seen Devo in concert? Never. There's a whole never bunch seen of, them. There's a ton of bands that and artists that I love that I've never seen them live. I've never been a big concert goer. I really haven't. Right. I mean, I've seen some things mm-hmm. in my lifetime, but uh, you know, not not Devo. Definitely not them. I, I would like to, but yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. No. All right. That's another reason that hopefully they'll go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame some year and play. Steve-O, have you seen them in concert? Twice. Once I was way too young. It was irresponsible, really. It was. It was. Who? T- who? How did you get there? Uh, m- my dad and his friend. Uh, what, what are those two guys up to? Uh, <laughs> how old were you? Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say seven or eight. Okay, and was your dad a fan? He was. He's a fan of live music. All right. Uh, but his friend Jerry was really into him, and Jerry was the one who introduced me to them because Jerry would make me cassette tapes mm-hmm. of. Uh, I, I was the kid carrying around a tape player at all times as oh. a kid. Just, Were you not allowed to be in a room alone with Jerry? Is this the type of a guy Jerry was? No. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> Way to make it weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we're talking about Devo, so I thought it would be weird. He. Uh, no, he 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 made me cassette tapes all the time. Just like, oh my my friend's kid likes music. Here's Elvis Costello's Armed Forces. Here's, right. uh, you know, they might be Giants' first album. All here's right. uh, and here's Devo, and uh, yeah, I I went and saw at the Fox Theater in Detroit, and uh, they started playing. Uh, I I remember this, and that's the only thing I remember from the show is they started with Snowball, and he's sitting on. Uh, they have all these statues in 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 the venue, and Mark Mothersbaugh is sitting in the arms of, I think it was uh, Ganesh or some you know just <laughs> some Indian god, and he's singing it. He's singing it to the statue, and that's what I remember. I don't know. Was that he... your first concert ever? No. What? How old were you when you started to go see live music? Like three or four. And those were, like, but those were like folk festivals okay. where we're sitting on the lawn. But I'm talking like a real, like, yeah, a real, like, recording artist, like a rock and roll. Was Devo your first? No. <laughs> Who was it? I'm trying to get an answer. I don't even remember. It might have been the Grateful Dead. Oh my wow. God. Yeah. I didn't go to my first concert until I was like 19. <laughs> uh, we grew up right near uh, the big concert venue in, in Michigan. Let me see if I can guess what it's called. Is it Pine Knob? It's Pine Knob, yeah. Because we talked about we it did. today. We did. Uh, <laughs> we grew up near there, so we'd always get lawn seats for yeah. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And because they were dirt cheap and, you know, we lived down the road. Uh, so we, I would, I saw a lot of concerts. Did you up. say you lived down the road or you lived on the road? <laughs> they lived in a pothole. <laughs> All of a sudden it turned into mosquito coast. Did you, did your family live? Were you on the run? <laughs> what? No. Down the road. Yes. Okay. Sasha. So why didn't you think you were old enough to see Devo? Was there things oh. on stage that night that you were like, what's going I on don't think that we, made you feel weird as a child? I don't think we stayed for the whole thing because it was, uh, you know, just a lot of people on drugs indoors, okay. indoors. Gotcha. That okay. was, I think that was one of the things we we're just like, uh, it's different, you know, when we're outside and it's 
uh, nearby. Yeah, yeah. We were we were in Detroit, which was an hour away. Okay, all right. And then the second time you saw him was when? That was the that was the nineties. I was ten. <laughs> no. Well, kind of. Yeah. I was, really? I was, I was a teenager. All right. And who'd you go with that time? Uh, I went with a couple of uh, uh, friends from school. All right. Cool. Good show. Yeah. What was the tour? What album were they touring? I on? have no idea. It might have been part of a larger. Um, Conspiracy. Well, Lollapalooza. It was. It was. Didn't it, they play a Lollapalooza? They, they played a Lollapalooza, but it was like was they it started, Lilith Fair? Was it Lilith Fair? <laughs> it was Lilith Fair. Um, they played. Uh, uh, you know what they did with with Satisfaction? They did that, w- but with Sarah McLaughlin's in the arms of an angel. Oh, it was I love really it. upsetting. I love it. Oh, everyone was really, really excellent. They stopped midway and just left in shame. <laughs> No, it was. Uh, it was. They're like, oh yeah, we we like we like this. Let's 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 do some more touring around Lala. It was, but it was around that time, like the same couple of years. All right, cool. All right, we're at the twenty minute mark, so this is the the point where right. people are pissed because we chatted. So I guess we should get into the music. Pat, how are you doing? Not good. <laughs> really, not good at all. You look great. Ever since I turned the mics on, it has not been good. Oh. I feel great. Well, no one ever asks about you, and I feel I'm great. concerned. You look. You this look is fine. A, this is my 81st day of getting 10,000 plus steps. 81st day in a row. Right. Not over my entire oh. life, but 81 <laughs> days in a row. All right, let's let's move on. Here's I'll, a life hack: if you t- if you buy two Fitbits and wear them on the same wrist, you get twice as many steps. <laughs> Album number one released August twenty eighth, nineteen seventy eight. Warner Brothers Records. Producers on this: a couple of guys that seem fun, Brian Eno, and I think it's pronounced Bowie. David, like John Ross Bowie. It's yeah. David Bowie. Yeah. And the album is uh, "Are We Not Men?" We are Devo. That's right. That's right. So. West Anthony, I'm just going to go around the table. I'll go last all the time because uh, I have opinions. Uh, West, what's your first tune from Are We Not Men, We Are Devo? And also, when we get to your favorite Devo album, say what it is. Yeah. Say If we get to your favorite song, say what your favorite song is. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. I wanted to lead off with the uh, the first track, Uncontrollable Oige. All right. Let's hear a little bit of that. Oh, no, no. Are you only getting it in one? Yeah. yeah. There we go. Oh. Much better. Tune. It's a really good introduction. You know, it's a, it's a great lead-off track yeah. for, for that album. Is it one of those tracks that makes you think that the album is going to be one way and then it isn't quite like this song is throughout? Uh, not necessarily. But, I mean, that's this isn't the first Devo album I ever heard either. So, okay. you know, I, I worked my way back. But when did, What was the first one you listened to? 
Freedom of Choice. All right. Which yeah, is my too. favorite one. All right. It makes me like, yeah, this album makes me want to be a drummer, even though I'm not and I'm terrible at it. But like, oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say this album makes me want to break shit. I mean, that too. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. It's, not here at my it's house. So, though. well, you've invited me. I didn't yeah. invite you to break shit. You well, have no one to blame but yourself. That's like, true. I don't know what you, when I fall asleep, I, I, I'm going to have to lock our door downstairs so you can't get into our house. Uh, it's the uncontrollable large for destruction. You snuck down to our house this morning and you took our salt and pepper. Yeah, you left me without seasoning. Wars have been fought over such nonsense. <laughs> What's your first song from, I want to say We Are Not Men, but that's not it. It's, right. Are We Not Men? We Are Devo. Yeah, uh, I uh, Gut Feeling. And then slash it, uh, slap your mammy. All right. And is is my mammy? Is that my is that my mom or my grandmother? Whichever one. Why want. do they want to slap my mom? I don't know. All right. Gut feeling. Here we go. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a hell of a buildup. Yeah. Um, like if you want to skip ahead, like yeah. like like it's going to take more than a minute to get yeah. to the lyrics. Well, why didn't you give me a better cue point? Because you that's said, the best part take it from of, the top. Because that's the best part of the song. All right. I do love the way it builds up too, but it's still building. Yeah. That's the thing. That's why I'm saying and it takes more than a minute. And it's getting. You know what happens when it faster and faster and right when it gets to the top build, they slap my mammy. Kind of. Yeah. All right, I do love it. I don't even want to hear the lyrics either. <laughs> I'll jump ahead. It does make you want to bust up some yeah, shit. Yeah, it's it's. I was thinking, you know, <laughs> gotta uh, be honest. It's it's math punk. It is because like the um, it's not structured in regular old four four time. Yeah, that's true. And the way that it speeds up, it's oh god, so good. I said yeah, like I knew what four four time was. I'm just like yeah, well, absolutely. You've heard songs. Fuck Most yeah, songs. four four four. <laughs> Most songs are standard four four time. Absolutely, That's, it's it's that, but it's it's like it's it's not. It's like five four. It's, it's That's what I was just gonna extra... say five. I was just gonna say five four. How dare you! <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Hey, I want to give a shout out right now to U Turn Audio. Now look, a few years back, U Turn Audio sent me a free turntable, and that got me back into vinyl. But ever since I got that turntable, I've been looking for some speakers that sounded to my ear the way my speakers did with my stereo when I was in high school. 
and I haven't been able to find those. Now I've purchased many speakers. Like I'll, I'll order something on Amazon, try them and they sound like crap and they go right back to Bezos's house. I actually have his address. I send them right to his house, but U-Turn Audio actually makes speakers. And just this past week, they sent me a pair. The speakers plug right into the turntable, turn on the preamp, turn on the speakers, and you are good to go. These are bookshelf size speakers, ultra low distortion amplification meets classic speaker design, and they are terrific. So look, go to uturnaudio.com, click on their speakers page. They come in black. I have the black. They come in white, and they come in a wood tone. And these things sound great. They're bookshelf size. So try these out, folks. I do not think you'll be disappointed. Now back to the show. <laughs> All right. I went with the obvious choice because I knew you guys would pick some deep tracks. So yeah. at times I will pick the song that we know from this album or that was the single. But it's also, but like, it's also, um, yeah, uh, what was it? Life Aquatic that he uses that in? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. They, they used, uh, yeah, gut feeling in, in that one. And, and they used the, just the instrumental part. Mm-hmm. And that and it was and they used it very effectively. And you know that mo- the music for that movie, the score, was also composed by Mark Mothersbaugh for probably, for Life Aquatic. Yeah, so they probably got it real cheap. I mean, it's like a package. <laughs> he deal. was already there. Yeah, Wes Anderson really knows how to put together a soundtrack. <clears throat> yeah, I yeah, mean, so does Paul does. Thomas Anderson, and so does Quentin Tarantino. But Wes Anderson, I I I think of those three, I really like what he does. It's mm-hmm. it, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, he, he picks stuff in. You know, four, day, five, and five, four time, and tomorrow, six, seven time. Tomorrow, the day that you just reminded me that, that tomorrow is going to be, you know, the, from the day that we're recording this, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be record store day. They're putting out uh, the Royal Tenenbaum soundtrack. Are you, is that something on your list? Yes. What's yes, on your list now that you now that you uh, derailed the show with record store day? <laughs> what is on your list for tomorrow? I, oh, all right. <laughs> oh, he's well, got, he pulled his phone out. Uh, it's definitely not going to be the... Um, is there anything else that, on that? That on Ramones that? box set. Because you don't think you're going to get it or you don't want to spend no. the money? Um, well, both, really, because it's going to be $150. For seven yeah. albums. Yeah, basically. So it's about- and it's all, I mean, look, there, there's like a, there's a couple of good albums after End of the Century. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, Pleasant, like I told you, Pleasant Dreams, I wouldn't mind having on vinyl and Too Tough to Die. But all the other ones, I mean, it's it's okay if I don't have them. But, uh, so, okay, let's see. Uh, the Blue Sting- Stingrays are coming out with a, a seven-inch single, okay. Grits and Eggs. Now, let me add, I'm, I'm interrupting again. Do you, do you have any idea how much any of these things are going to be when you get there? Uh, it ought to be somewhere in the neighborhood of $10 for this. Uh, for the single. For the single. Five yeah. bucks a song, song. Yeah, basically. Oh, all right. Keep but, going. I mean, it's the Blue Stingrays, you know? I mean, they only they ever put out one album, and now that you got this the follow-up, and it's the Heartbreakers. Got to I mean, get it. What, yeah, what's what's the matter with you? Yeah, uh, um, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, um, there, there's going to be like a, a 30th or somewhere about uh, anniversary edition of uh, uh, Billy Bragg's debut, uh, Life's a Riot with oh. Spy versus Spy. All right. That's coming out. Um, the Kinks are going to have a, a 12-inch EP of uh, Waterloo Sunset. Uh, there's a band that, uh, a new newer band, I mean, they're a current existing band called La Luz that I, I really dig. They're awesome. And they, they're going to put out an, an instrumental edition of the album that they just put out last year. Okay. Now, and that's something you're interested in? Yes. All right. I love this band. They're All so right. good. Keep going. Uh, then there's a, a Nick Lowe album called Wireless World, which is an amalgamation of tracks from 
the two different versions of his debut album, which was, you know, uh, Jesus of Cools, what they called it in the UK. And pure pop for now people. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. They get that in right? the US because yeah. they knew that American audiences would not accept an album called Jesus of Cool. Uh, not then and probably not now either. Yeah. <laughs> Jerks, oh. Christians, <laughs> religious people. So let's see. Uh, there's an EP by The Rain Parade called Explosions in the Glass Palace. Okay. I'm, I've been adding this up now. We're, we're at two grand so far. <laughs> No, not, it's not that much. Uh, then uh, what we talked about earlier before we started on the mics, uh, More Hot Rocks by the Rolling Stones is their, their second you know hits compilation, which is going to be on glow-in-the-dark vinyl. Do you have the first Hot, uh, hot Rocks yes. on vinyl? You got that? On clear vinyls. Now, I think that was like 50 bucks though, wasn't it for that? Um, it might have been somewhere around there. All right. And this one's going to be 55, so... Uh, you could you could put the uh, the glow in the dark one on the turntable, then put the clear one on top of that, and then ruin two things. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like my parents' old stereo, where they would just stack up six yeah. albums. Oh and yeah, and the record would just like, drop down on. Yep. The, yeah, that's. Uh. <laughs> and the the arm was like so heavy, just drop. Okay, keep going. We're not even done. There's only two more. There's the Royal Tenenbaum soundtrack and then uh, the 40th anniversary of uh, It's Hard by The Who. They're putting that out in a two LP edition. And the and those are colored orange and yellow, I believe. Yeah. And that's going to be like 50 They, they can't stop putting out colored vinyl. No. Well, the, the, the catalog is so uh, tiny. The Who's studio, what is it, nine albums did they have? Something like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe 10. I don't know. So they just want to repurpose what they've already released. Sure, why not? All right. What are the chances that you get do you want, are you going to try to get all of that stuff? If, yeah. if you can get all of that stuff, you'll buy all of that stuff. Absolutely. What are the chances you get all of it? Uh, depending on when I get there, the chances could actually be pretty good because there's nothing on the list that's like like super rare that's going to be in like really tiny numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, like the, 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 the rarest thing I ever got from a record store day was uh, uh, Scott McCoy's band, The Minus Five. They put out like a five LP box set. Okay. And allegedly, there were only 400 copies of that. Wow. So I got one of those. But on the other hand, I mean, I wanted to get, you know, uh, REM put out uh, their their two unplugged concerts for mm -hmm. MTV. They put those out in a four LP vinyl box set, and I, I didn't get one of those. How many of those were there? I think it was like 15,000. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Devo. Um, I always like to say <laughs> they that. They fast forwarded too yeah, far. Who, someone just jumps right in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the podcast. Um, okay, Wes, in what location you go into Amoeba? Oh yeah. If, if you want any chance of getting all the stuff that you want, you got to go to Amoeba because they're, you know, and there's, obviously there are other smaller record yeah. shops around, but that's the thing because they're so small. They don't get everything. Yeah, exactly. And what time are you heading to Amoeba? I'm not sure yet. I'm waiting to hear from, uh, my friend, the, uh, the local DJ Riley Moore, uh, when she's done with whatever she's going to be doing, uh, later on tonight and, We'll we'll head out there together sometime, probably early in the morning. What does that mean? One, two, uh, two or three, maybe. Wow, something like that. I mean, do you take a chair? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, I got chairs. Smart guy. I mean, smart. In in He's the doctor. past. In the past, I mean, you know, it was it was kind of ridiculous. It's like every year I would go out there an hour earlier, and I would find myself no closer to the front of the line. <laughs> Because people just keep showing up. But the, the last time I did that, I mean, I, I got there at like 10 p.m. Mm. the night before. All right. Well, let us know if you get your stuff. No. 
What? <laughs> I'll let you know. Sure. Why Last not? record store day. Uh, I was working at a at a record. Yes, yeah, sure. What was yeah. the record? You want to give them a shout out? Because they're... yeah, they're fine. Mojo, Mojo record, Mojo <laughs> Books and Records. Uh, you gave me a T-shirt from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I shammy my car. Good. I didn't. I still have it. I love that T-shirt. Um, my favorite T-shirt. And it, it's it's a place in Tampa. It's a college record store and a bookstore. And um, yeah, uh, there was. So for employees, they're like, if there's anything you want, you have to wait till like, um, I think we opened it. If we opened at eight, we could, you know, like at 10, they would pull stuff from for us because mm-hmm. otherwise we would just get everything first and they didn't want that. They want people to come in and buy sure. more stuff. Yeah, that's fair. But the only thing, um, uh, like the only exception is like if the, we only got one copy, uh, which fortunately, unfortunately, uh, we only got one copy of the Martin Denny uh, Moog album, but I was the only one who wanted it, so I got it. So you it. got it. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. All right. If you're just joining us, uh, we're uh, talking about Devo. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to play uh, I Can't Get No Satisfaction on Rock Solid. Rock Solid exclusive. <laughs> I just want to turn this table over and break some stuff. They played this on Saturday Night Live. Yep. Wonder what the Rolling Stones thought of that cover. Oh, uh, Mick liked it. They uh, it was what is it? Elliot Roberts, I think, was the, the the management. They they played it for him. Okay, and you know he, according to the story, he, yeah, he he got up and danced around, and he said that he liked it. All right, and but then after he left, uh, the manager told Mark Mothersbaugh, well, you know, before he before Mick even showed up, I told him that, you know, he should say yes to this because it's going to make him a lot of money. <laughs> so he might not have really liked it, but, you know. But he said he did. Yeah, that's good enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> but this, the Stones are still on tour. Devo, not. Well, they might. The thing is, I know they are supposed to be playing some gigantic festival. Oh, okay. Here, here, here in Southern California, like, I think in May or something, like, or maybe well, later it, in the spring. And it's weird because, you know, some of them are dead. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's, some of the stones are dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of them. Who, who, are we having? Are we having a dead off? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> who has more people dead? Well, the last thing I'll mention about Satisfaction though is that that's not even the weirdest cover of Satisfaction. What is the weirdest cover in your opinion? Uh, the Residents. Yeah, the Residents did a cover in like actually it's like a year or two before Devo's cover, and um, it's. It's actually frightening. Yeah. Well, all, all of the residents is right now. Aaron Khan is just going nuts because we're talking about Devo and the residents. So he's just his ears are perked up like a, you know. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna. You got I, it on YouTube. I, okay. Why well, I, I found I just uh, I just go to the iTunes store and then we oh, just okay. drop it in wherever. Mm. Okay. Let's see what we got. I'm, I, I need to watch your face as you react to this.
I don't like this at all. <laughs> I want to punch these guys right in the eyeball. Oh my god. Is this metal machine music but with lyrics? It's really bad. Oh, I don't like that at all. Now, seriously, I'm looking at you, Steve. Do you like that? Do I, do I like uh, like I, would you put that on like not as a goof not to say like oh you got to hear this it's ridiculous just like you're you're driving and you go oh yeah you listen to the residents uh, satisfaction I don't think anybody goes for a drive listening to the residents the residents no. it's, it's <laughs> unless kinda, you're gonna drive over the kinda, cliff <laughs> right it's kind of like I'm going to take I'm gonna go on a date uh, on a uh, for a movie night. It's the it's uh, it's the David Lynch Film Festival, you know. It's and afterwards I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> right. All right. It's you're 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 doing it for a different experience, okay. which is, you know, yeah. You're gonna play that to clear the room. Okay. Yeah. You know, at the end of the party, oh, yeah, some people yeah. don't want to leave. It's like if you got that or you got trout mask replica, just you know, slap that on. Oh, that's Aaron. not even that's people not even the go weirdest uh, uh, residence. Aaron Khan is, is yeah. so mad at us right now. We're I, making fun of. No, well, I I Beefheart. I, I've the seen the residents uh, like four times. How old were you when you How first do you saw know them? Three? You saw them? Were you three when you saw them? Did uh, Uncle Jack take you? It was no, you know, being a shitty teenager again. And again, we're, we were we were the youngest people there. Why do you think you were a shitty teenager? A lot of people Is there because any other I was kind? Listen, I was listening to the residents. <laughs> okay, all right. I had a dead milkman shirt on, and I was listening. <laughs> I was I was at a resident <laughs> show. But it's because you like those things. It wasn't because yeah. you were trying to make your parents mad. Well, I mean, it just was. It, it's a great way to do it. All right. I used Philip Glass to piss off my family. <laughs> Personally, he came over to the house. <laughs> I was I was the only one who could stand him. All right, and you still enjoy him. Yeah, he's my favorite living composer. Calm down. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Duty Now for the Future, produced by Ken Scott, who also produced a couple albums for David Bowie. And Supertramp. And Supertramp. Oh, Kansas, produced the Kansas album. Produced, I think he produced one of the Missing Persons albums, too. Oh, wait, but, but not the first one, though, right? Or was it? The, I, I think maybe Spring Session M. Oh, then, okay, then it was the first I think. One. Guys, let's not fight. <laughs> I'm going to tell people, I only know what I think I know, but, okay. but I know he produced one. I think it was spring session M. I really do. All right. So what's your first song, West? Uh, the day my baby gave me a surprise. What was the surprise in the context of the song? What is it? Uh, it's, is it really vague? not? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not revealed. You just, it's not you're, revealed you're, huh? you're left to figure it out on your own. It's like that briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Maybe that was the surprise. Maybe you surprised her with a briefcase. Is this a sequel to Chicago's baby? What a big surprise. No, no, <laughs> This is about the day. <laughs> All right, here we go. West Anthony gave me a cue point. Good pick. Yeah, I love that song. 
Do you like this album? Yeah, I don't like it as much as the first one or the third one. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, there's there's a bunch of good tracks in there. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. All right. Now we got something crazy coming up from Steve O'Dockerson. You picked two songs from this album. Yeah. Why, why play them both th- at the same time? Why'd you do that? Um, <laughs> I just... Why would you do such a thing? <laughs> they Honestly, they might be mislabeled in my iTunes thing. That's All my, right. That's well, both my. of these songs, Timing X and Pink Pussycat are both from... Duty now for oh, the future. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're just rad. All right, it's so also... we'll play. I'll play them both. I'm not again. I mean, even though you broke the rules, we'll still let you do it. I no. Okay, this is what it is because I didn't pick one. There, there's one album I didn't pick anything from, and I think it was going through. I'm like, yeah, you didn't yeah. pick something from Shout. So we'll yeah. allow you two songs here. Okay. Also, isn't timing timing X pretty short? It's one minute and twelve seconds. Yeah. Whose side are you on? Mine. <laughs> All right, timing X. You yep. ready? Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming we take it from the top. What if you told me to take it? Well, it's 20 seconds in. All right. And it's an instrumental. Yeah. Take it one minute and 10 seconds in. We just hear the last two seconds. Is this keytar? It's it's for uh, synthesizers and programming, but it's just, it's an audio treat. I don't know why I'm talking over it. Because there's no lyrics, so you can talk over it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just a big fan of the uh... I feel like this would be great The curtains The curtains close But it's one of those curtains That you can see through And this is the song they play As the band gets in position Man That's what I think That's a great idea, Pat Yeah Let's do it Did they do that when you saw them When you were six? I (laughs) I told you he was sitting. He was sitting on a statue. Uh, I was four, and my dad took me was... to Gigi Allen, <laughs> and they served razor blades and an ice cream cone. First of all, my dad would never take me to any of those things. It was he was hanging out with my friend Jerry, and Who was oh, I've got cooler. The, yeah. Jerry was cooler oh, yeah. than your dad. Absolutely, all right, absolutely. Is um, Jerry still with us? Jerry is not with us. I'm sorry. Yeah. My... Now I feel guilty that I'm teasing Jerry. He's not with us. Rock and peace, Jerry. Absolutely. All right. Is your dad still with us? Unfortunately, he is. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. I don't. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it's <laughs> no. All it's right. just. It's I. As a musician, I like those weird time signatures. It's good. And also, how tight it is. Look, and you can talk. Look, I may. I was making fun of you. Yeah. when You said. What did you say? Five four. Yeah. I wasn't really making fun of you. I was making fun. I this make is, fun of me that I don't know about right. music. It, it's. It's just. It's stuff that wasn't done especially in you know pop music pop music punk punk yeah. music rock music i mm-hmm. mean like a lot of prog rock bands use weird time signatures yes. and do all that kind of stuff devo was doing it uh uh like they're not when they're recording this when they're doing this they're not playing arenas they're playing you know uh piss so- yeah piss soaked punk clubs yeah and 
Yeah, that's 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 right. I love it. Pisoak is that as is that as town in Michigan? <laughs> it is Pisoak, Michigan. You said piss soaked. Piss soaked. Yeah, okay. it sounded like like you made okay. up a town. If you want to hear something with a really weird, far out time signature, listen to the the opening theme from uh, Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Oh ever? yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Jerry Goldsmith. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, now I gotta find that. Oh, and, and the thing is, I mean, because I seriously, I think it's in like thirteen eight. Mm-hmm. Except for like the middle bit where all of a sudden it breaks into 4-4. Four, four. <laughs> and uh, well, for the dance break. Yeah, really. But that's um, Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Escape from the Planet. I, I'm pretty sure that's the one. Okay, I got, if I got uh, Escape from New York, I got Escape from LA. Those are different. Yeah. Might not be on might not be on iTunes. Escape from the Planet. <laughs> Escape from the Prison Planet. Escape from the Planet. I don't think it's here. It might not be. Fucking bullshit iTunes. <laughs> Go to hell. All right, Steve-O, what's your next song? Uh, well, also from that, yeah. Uh, Duty Pink, Now for the Future. Yeah, Pink Pussycat, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is... This... 130, eh? What's this song about? It's about a pink pussycat. All right. The Pink Panther? Yes. Lyrically solid. <laughs> um, so there's three mothers, Bob brothers. Yeah, but yeah, only two actually. of them. Only two of them uh, played like the whole time. Okay, but uh, Mark, Bob, and Jim. Like when I think of um, yeah, Jim left early on because he was doing other stuff. But whenever I think of bands with like siblings, you know, you think you know, you think Heart, you think uh, Black Crows. But I, I always forget about Devo. Well, and two two sets of brothers. Two, yeah. Two sets of brothers. Yeah. Because Jerry Casal and and he also has a brother named Bob. Yeah. So that's why they had, had to number them Bob One and Bob Two. See, this is the type of info I need from you two guys. Yeah. All right, well, cool. Well, lucky we showed up. Yeah, for sure, because I wouldn't have known. All right, what uh what song did I pick that we all know? Oh no, I just picked uh <laughs> I picked uh, another cover. It's a secret agent man. You guys could say good pick pat. We're, 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 we're nodding, but that does that pick up on the mics? I don't think so. The shore microphones? How hard do you have to nod for it to pick up on the microphone? For just the marbles in my <laughs> head to sound off? It sounds like a mistake almost, that drum right there. You know I live a life it's frenetic. I swear I'm going to bust shit up. Devo is great video game music. Like if you're playing, if you're playing <laughs> video games and just listening to Devo, that's what I like. That's how I spent when I wasn't 
being taken to concerts irresponsibly, uh, <laughs> I would listen to Devo and play racing games. And you're still a gamer. Kinda. West, are you a gamer? Not at all. I don't play games. No. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> no, I seriously That's don't. That's a great pickup line. You just go into the bar, you find the girl you like, and you go, I just, right off the, I don't play games. <laughs> Sir, this is a board game night. <laughs> no, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because there's there's a, a coffee and game place that just opened up down the street from my apartment. Okay. In Los Angeles. You're kidding me. It's called I, Game and Grounds. Nice. I don't like that title. Yeah, I'm, I think it I'm could not be a fan way, either. But, it could be way better than but that. But they got coffee and they have like a bunch of games and there's like space there for people to just play like, you know, different games, role playing games and whatever games they got in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, I don't play games and I don't drink coffee. I do believe in supporting my local neighborhood businesses. What about a hot chocolate? You get hot chocolate. Yeah, so that's what I, I did. Yesterday I went down there and I, I got hot chocolate and it, it took too long and it wasn't that hot. <laughs> I hate when the beverage isn't hot. Yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> that's, uh, that's some bullshit, I call that. <laughs> um, now, we had, a, we had a coffee shop in the area. It was about a year and a half ago. Uh, coffee and COVID is what it was called. And um, Delicious. Now, what is what is this cookies place that I just saw when I'm, I'm walking up? The that's, street? that's that's it's not that's the marijuana. That's a marijuana place. Oh, so it's not actually cookies. Well, there's cookies in there, but it just might not be the cookie you want, or no. it might be the cookie you love. No, no, I'm not. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need to get high. I need cookies. I didn't realize this uh, when I was. Uh, so I, I, I n- never done anything. <laughs> I thought for... you were going to say, I didn't realize we were recording this. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Watching a lot of interviews with uh, uh, with Mark Bothersmouth, with, with, with everybody talking about Devo, they're always like, oh, yeah, and then we did this, and then there was a lot of drugs, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I didn't, you know... Uh, they seem like more nerds than drugs. Right, right. Yeah. But then, uh, after partaking, I'm like, oh, I get it. I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. You've partaken in some drugs? Yeah. What have you done? Um, I, I use medical marijuana. All right. Not all the time, but when I do, it's just like, oh, I'm... Ha- like, I'm heading toward a panic attack better you oh know, okay uh better take some of this and then just listen to music and is it do you, do you do you smoke it or is it a gummy um i'll i'll smoke it or uh yeah mints all right like murray has a gummy every yeah. night before bed hmm. yeah we play zoom poker with murray i've talked about this yeah. before and sometimes murray will take his gummy too soon mm-hmm. and we we just he's just not there for the game i mean he's there and he's winning and he's still winning that motherfucker <laughs> but still also, winning money from me and he's high as a kite go ahead <laughs> no it's it's just you I was, just joined us we're talking about diva right <laughs> but no i was listening to mark brothers about talking about meeting uh, uh, Deb, uh debbie harry for the first time okay and he was very excited and somebody's yeah. like somebody's like you know passed him a joint and he's like well i want to look cool in front of debbie harry and uh like passed it around and they're like yeah how do you like angel dust he's like wait what what happened oh okay <laughs> here we go <clears throat> um, oh my god yeah it was it, it it wasn't just pot it was all sorts of it was laced yeah uh, mm-hmm. well he used to have long hair true I, can, true I got a picture of him in a book he's, he's got like that long hippie hair yeah and West you and I were drug free uh, I definitely am yeah I mean apart from blood thinners yeah I don't know if that counts no, that doesn't count. That's some, that's something. I've that, never. I, I've never. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm the guy in California who's never been high a day in his life. Yeah, I've never been high either. I didn't. What I, about a drink? We have a cocktail. Hey, would you like a margarita, West? I'm a teetotaler as well. Teetotaler too. All right. I've tried alcohol exactly four times over the course of my life, and every time I found it foul and revolting. 
So that's that. And I don't drink coffee. I'm barrels of fun, everybody. <laughs> you have that hat. Wear that. Wear that hat into the. Yeah, wear that into the. I would wear that every shop you go to. I didn't drink until I was 28, and I didn't smoke until I was. 38. I feel like you felt like you had to say that because we just said we've never been high. And so you had to, you <laughs> yeah, had to put like I mean, a, partly a, you had to put an older age on the f- time you first use things. No, it just, I, I, I came to the party late, uh, but I'm still ahead of you guys. So, uh, <laughs> so you're cool. Yeah. I'm the cool, I'm the cool young yeah, one here. We're not. Boy, we're, oh boy. We're stupid. Smoking my jazz cigarettes and listening to punk rock. Let's move on. All right. Uh, Freedom of choice. We exercised our freedom of choice. We chose not to imbibe. Okay. So freedom of choice. This is my favorite Devo album. This is my favorite album. We all, yep. this is yeah. all of our favorite albums. Yeah. Steve-O purchased this for me. The, uh, did. Uh, the expanded edition physical CD and I can't find it. It's not here. I don't know where it is. Really? Yeah. It's not here. It's not in the D's. It's not anywhere. Maybe the cat ate it. I don't know. I just I have no idea what happened to it. I don't know if I lent it to someone or what. But because you've been taking pictures of your uh, CD racks, yeah, uh, and yeah, it wasn't on there. No. Also, not on there is the Hob the Troll album that I gave you. That's in the comedy section, which is kept uh, in the go- trash can. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was gonna say is like they were ar- around the same time, yes. so they might be when you find together. One, when you I might find, find one, I might other. find pet smells also. Yeah. I like your logic. I like it. Now, this one was produced by Devo and a guy named Robert, I can't say his name. Margolef. Thank you. And what is, like, I don't know that name. He um, he worked with Stevie Wonder earlier in the 70s. Who? Isn't she lovely? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he was kind of, he and, and his, his partner, whose name I can never remember, they, uh, they were kind of pioneers with uh, uh, music that featured synthesizers. Yeah. They had their own thing where they put out an album called, I believe it was called Tonto's Exploding Headband. And uh, it was, but it was a pioneering work. Yeah. At Mar- Robert Margoliff. And, and he worked wonders uh, with Devo. And yes. then a couple of years later, he, uh, he also produced uh, Good for Your Soul, which was uh, Oingo Boingo's third album. Why didn't he work with Devo again? I feel like when you, when you click and produce something great, you should work with that guy at least a, one more time. I, but you notice that they've they never worked with anybody more than once no you know difficult that's that, what you're saying difficult to work with well it might be that because uh, they've definitely always had a very strong independent streak mm-hmm. and so it might be this you know they they pick up a guy and they let him produce for them and then they learn from that guy and then they just cast him aside and move on to the next guy yeah. you know they definitely their next album i believe they produced themselves yeah and then the one after that is where they brought in roy roy thomas baker yes that one so I always, I, that's, I, that's why I paused. I'm yeah, always I, mixing up Roy Thomas Baker and Roy Ward Baker. Yeah. Like, oh no, it's Devo, which we will get to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Freedom of Choice is their only platinum album. This is their only million seller. The so debut the album. The big hit. Yeah. The debut album went gold, but uh, yeah, this is a, uh, this Freedom of Choice album is fantastic. And there's it's so got, many people who just think it's, just think of them as a one hit wonder because of this album and they haven't done a deep dive. Get this album. Yeah. It's great. It's really Top great. Top to bottom. Yeah. We're going to go deep with West Anthony's first song. What is it, West? Yeah, I went with uh, Snowball because that's, you know, it's it's one of my favorites. In, and it, it should have. Uh, that's one that I really felt that that, that could have been an, another hit single. I don't know why it wasn't. Let's find out. My baby took our love and then she rolled it up, rolled it up a hill. 
like a ball of snow, like a snowball grows until it gets too big. Until she lost control. And it rolled back down. 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 I was just looking over the mixing board for a second. I always list myself in these episodes since Kyle's not here mm-hmm. anymore. I, I call myself host and producer. Yeah. And I'm looking at all this. Did I also engineer this? Yeah. Technically. Yeah. Should I say that I'm producer, engineer, and host? Should I go? Are you whole... driving a train? <sighs> no. I mean, this show's a train and it's coming right at you. <laughs> it's, it's a train wreck, it's, is it's, what it is. That's right. It's are we coming. still recording? You wanted me to remind you. Are we still? We're still okay. recording. Okay, We're yeah. still recording. Are you, are you assistant engineer because you told me that? Choo choo. I just realized, like, I just, I did all, I engineered this. I'm like yeah. Glenn Johns. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly who you're like. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? No, that's a great, that's a great song. Uh, and Steve-O, what do you got for us? Well, let's talk, like, you want to talk about Snowball anymore? <laughs> yeah, let's okay. talk about it. Yeah. I actually forgot about it. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm not feeling great. No? I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling fair. You, you- <laughs> Fair to poor. Well, the show's getting to him. I should go down to cookies for a second. <laughs> what if we can? What if he convinced both of us to do drugs during this episode? Like he's like, you guys should really not just, likely. No. Yeah. Right. Just say no, no. Nancy Reagan. Okay. Look, for starters, uh, I don't like the idea of smoking anything. Another yeah. Thing, another thing I don't do, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. I don't smoke. Never smoked anything. And, uh, and then the, I'm the on thing, my high horse right now. And the thing about edibles is that every story I've heard about edibles is that you can't control how much right. is in there from one bite to the next, and so you could have a mild experience, you could have a just right experience, or you could have a horrible experience. It's true. And I don't want that. So, you know, what, what options are left? Frankly, I don't, I don't know what else there is. Well, I'm going to take a shot of rum. Okay. Because. <laughs> Good. So, uh, so this is a, uh, this is Sammy Hagar beach bar rum. That doesn't look uh, like Sammy Hagar. Right there. It says Sammy beach bar rum. Now this autograph here, that's uh that's actually Rick Springfield's autograph because he's uh he's a, part of the. A drunk? He's oh. part of the, well, <laughs> well, well, um, but. Uh, I take that back. Uh, Rick Springfield you didn't say and, anything. And, and, and Dave Festini. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a hit of this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, like you guys can keep talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was, I was trying to manage my uh, anxiety, and a friend of mine was like, "Have you even, have you even thought about this?" And I, I drank, and I'm like, "Okay, I've tried this. I don't, I don't like this. This is, this isn't for me." And, uh, yeah, I know I've, yeah. I've heard that it's good for anxiety, but again, it's like, you know, I'm not, I don't want to smoke it and I don't want to eat it. No. So I don't know what, I don't know what else there yeah. is. And like, you wouldn't eat a gummy. No. There, it, Cause you don't want to take it. Well, again, I just, I don't know how much, how much is there in a gummy? I mean, so it, well, there's, there's like, there's gummies and then there's the mints. So the mints I do are really mild and like, the, that's what I take the most. Cause I don't even notice it. It's just like, Oh, well, I'm not, I'm not getting angry about everything gotcha. oh okay that'll do see i that'll like that do. i like that feeling about being angry oh, I know. so that's why i don't want to i don't want to ruin that that's when you know you're really living when you're angry about something <laughs> um all right i interrupted you should we move on yeah you have now you have a you have a b-side well what uh, do you want to play first no let's let's do let's do uh, gates of steel okay yeah gates of steel now that's a workout video right no, that's no, that's for the buns. Right. All right, here we 
Stupid joke. Probably edit that out. Never gonna edit. You never out. edit anything. There's that drumming you love. Is this another instrumental? There's singing coming up in a second. great song yeah from another great album all right you brought a b-side uh i did uh i brought a b-side from the uh um yeah the whippet uh album or the whippet single Single. uh turn around because uh nirvana covered it and that's how i uh as as a kid who when nirvana was huge i'm like ah i'm only 60 percent into this (laughs) Uh, hey guys, do you want to listen to Gates of Steel? No, we want to listen to Nevermind again. They uh, covered uh, Turnaround on Incesticide, and I was able just to kind of like, huh, we, we can listen to this now too. There you go. Yeah. You you wedged it in there. I did. You got your way. I mean, as much as one can. Now, is this a, is this a vinyl rip that we're going to hear? No. This is a digital, you were able to buy this yeah. digitally? Yeah. All right. So, Turnaround. It's the single. It's a flip B side. Yeah. I can't talk right now. B-side You're doing great. Wh- whip it. You look great. I feel like I feel like less than zero. Here's turn around. Oh. It's very peppy. Every one of your cue points is 40 seconds of music. Oh, there he is. It's a good tune. I think Blondie covered it too. Good choice. I did heroin with her once. It was in, oh, yeah. it was in, a, it was in a joint. Okay. And I was trying to impress her. Which joint? Your elbow, knee. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. What do I got here? All right. I, I, I. Now look. It's yep. my show. Yep. I have three songs. Okay. <laughs> but I'm gonna play this one first. This is my favorite Devo, Devo song. One hundred percent. This is my favorite Devo song. I love it. I never get sick of it. I listen to it on a loop like a mental patient and it's girl you want. I just love it so much. Everything. 
Perfect. All right. We got to mention it because it was a huge song for them. Whip It. Mm-hmm. Is this their biggest song? Yeah. I mean, that's the one pretty much everybody knows. Everyone knows it. Yeah. They they can't go on stage and not play Whip It. I mean, they could, but there'd be a riot. <laughs> right? They got to play it. I don't know, actually. I mean, there's, there's... I mean, they're a band that might not play it. Yeah, exactly. But they should play it. Yeah, they probably should. There would be there would be people who would be seeing them for the first time to just hear that. Yeah, and they'd be just as dis- they 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 would be a level of disappointment that. Uh, but those people are exactly the reason why they might not play it. Right. <laughs> uh, by the way, I feel like I feel like I need to play this uh, at some time during the show today. So. <laughs> Hoisted on my own petard. There you go. How about that? That's a hob hob the troll right there. What do you think? Pretty good, right? West, that was pretty good, right? It's okay. (laughs) No, it's great. It's great. It's fantastic. It's splendiferous. All right, here's Whip It. (laughs) That's bass, right? Bass and guitar and keys all doing the same thing. All doing the same thing. That's why it's so fat and thick. It's actually a positive song. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, sure. There's something bad, you gotta you whip it. There's there's a lot of positive sentiments on, on the album. Get through it. But I don't know how seriously they take any of them. Right. Because <laughs> their their overall outlook on the world is uh, actually pretty pretty dark. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you consider their origins, it's it it's hard for, to imagine them being anything else, really. Yeah. You, you know whose outlook is really dark? It's Lenny Kravitz. You. <laughs> All right. Well, that's very bold. Now, right. now, Pat, you know you know where they they started and all that, right? You know what what, what of which uh, of what West is speaking. What? Okay. <laughs> Refresh my memory. So, where are they from? I was too busy to queuing that up. Okay. So I was pretending to paint. Good. Good. <laughs> hey, hey, Ace. Do you want to learn about? You. I don't have Ace oh, queued okay. up. Don't make me find it. <laughs> I'll find it. You, well, you, what I was going to say... You keep talking. What I was going to say is, you know, the origins of, of Devo, like, you know, the hardcore fans know, but for the casual listener of uh, uh, of, of this episode who, who listens to all of all of your episodes, wants to learn more about Devo, uh, we, we know the, the origins. I just want to know if Ace wants to hear uh, their, uh, their beginnings. Ace? Ace, Ace Freely? Yeah, you there, buddy? Sure, baby. 
<laughs> so let's, the, do, let's do let's do a double shot. Fuck you. Sure, baby. All right. So they're from. Look how easy it was for Lenny Kravitz to pick up Ace Freely. Wow. <laughs> Ace is down for anything. <laughs> so go ahead. Tell me about the origins. So they're from Ohio, and they went to. I knew that. Okay. Do you know where they went to school? Ohio State University. Oh, no. No. Uh, Harvard? Kent State. Kent State. Oh. Yeah. They were, well, I mean, Mark and and Jerry, they were there. Yeah. They were there during the shooting. Mark was, I believe he was in a building overlooking the area. Jerry was there. Down on the street. He he was shot at. Wow. He knew a guy. Who got killed? Do you, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the the legendary photograph of there's a young girl and she's mm-hmm. on her knees kneeling yeah. with her arms outstretched before a, a kid who's like lying face down dead on the ground. Right. Jerry knew that guy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And uh, it really just it it seriously affected the way that they looked at the world. And how could it not? Yeah. You know because this they're just a bunch of kids demonstrating for peace we would like some peace we would like things to be nice and then you know then you're being murdered or injured i mean you know there's nothing i mean there's apart from the the kids who got killed i mean there was another kid who you know got shot in the spine and he's paralyzed from the the neck down for the rest of his life well it's and they're they're not the only ones but uh, who were there who later went on to to musical careers but they're the ones who really their work was very much defined by the incident because yeah chrissy hind was there yeah you know, but you don't really hear anything about uh, about Kent State in her music. Joe Walsh was there. Wow. And uh, and then the last one that I know of is a little more obscure. But there was a guy named Chris Butler who later went on to found a band called The Waitresses. You remember that song? Uh, yeah. I, I know what boys like. That's sure. yeah. He's he's that he's that guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So none of those other people. You don't really hear anything about that experience seeping into their work. Yeah. But Devo, I mean, it's basically like one of the cornerstones of their entire existence. So yeah, they were there. Now this is some this is some real info for yeah. me. I didn't know anything about this. They were there. They were there for art school. They're you know, it's it's like hey, what's what? Let's figure out postmodernism. Let's figure it out you know, and and you know, uh, let's make zines and uh, talk about this 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 cool weird idea of devolution and talk about all this and how we as a species maybe are devolving and being more savage and oh no okay here's here's something that we're seeing how do we translate that into being a band well thankfully in 2022 everything yeah, we got everything's all, good we got it all we're worked all, out we're all everything's good. cool yeah all right uh i got one more song off this fantastic album it's the title track let's hear a little bit of uh, freedom of choice going to be singing pat <laughs> i deserve it i deserve it yeah i didn't cue this one up i asked steve-o too i did a great job
Love it. Yeah, uh, there's a dog who found two bones. He picked the one. He he left the other. It's it's the old thing of like if there's two identical things and you're trapped and you're in the middle of them, you're paralyzed by choice. And yeah, American commercialism. You have uh, you have Pepsi and Coke. You have to pick one. You have two similar things. You have to pick one. These are your these are like isn't isn't freedom fun? Isn't choice fun? <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's part of the thing. Like in the chorus, you know, really towards the end, it says, you know, freedom of choice is what you got. Freedom from choice is what you want. So this is the thing. You know, again, it's deep. There's, there's all kinds of you know sort of positive uh, you know statements in 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 this this album. But again, I, you know, I don't know how seriously they take it. But then you hear something that's a lot more subversive in the title track. Mm-hmm. And that really sort of uh, sort of points the way towards how they really feel about the culture and consumerism and uh, all of us as a nation and as a species. And what's that hat called again? It's an energy dome. I actually think it's a thinking cap. <laughs> yeah. What it's also, that? well, it's also... Um, well, that explains why nobody's wearing it right now. <laughs> it's also supposed to be, uh, you know, the, um, uh, uh, the, the, the pyramids in... Um, uh, in South America, in, in Mexico, Mayan, yeah, yeah, the Aztecs. Yeah, let me see that hat once. I want to see. I want to see if it's it's, it's supposed uh, to be. Oh yeah, it's sturdy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's it has that to do with it as well. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where? Are the, <laughs> you're just joining us. You're talking I, about. Uh, I'd like to. Hats, uh, I'd like to uh, say hi to all the ladies listening at this point <laughs> in the show. Hey, do uh, do you have the Devo uh, Funko Pop figures? No, no, I don't have any Funko Pop figures. Actually. Easy, I, calm down. I, I was just I was just in Hollywood uh, last weekend, and I found out that there's like a whole Funko Pop store. Yeah, there is. There's like a but little museum takes, too. But it takes like there's an hour waiting in line to get in. Because everybody apparently wants Funko Pops or yeah. to look at them. I, have, I don't, I, I don't have a Devo one, but the Devo one's pretty cool. I it? have a Devo action figure where it's the same body and it comes with uh, five heads. Okay, so it can be whatever member yeah. you want it to be. Yep. That's probably worth some coin. Yeah. You sell that. But I like it. All right. By the way, in conjunction with this episode, we will be giving away, uh, four, that was my glasses I threw across the table at Steve-O. Um, we're going to be giving away five, autog- not five, four autographed copies of 50 million Hob fans, can't be wrong, can't, can't be, be found. found. It's so stupid, I can't fucking read five words. 50 million, I'm going to edit that out. Never. 50 million Hob fans can't be found. You signed these. Yep. Hob. Yep. This is your brand new album. Well, it's a year old. Yeah, uh, it's new to me. Twelve tracks. I, what? What do you nothing. want to say? Well, you go. You can say this is your this is your stuff. You, you donated these to this I, show. I did. We. I. I tried it before. You. You did another contest with this, didn't you? Yeah, I gave away. I gave away some CDs. Yeah. What's wrong? What are you? What are you trying to say? Do you think people don't want this? I. That's exactly what I'm going to say. No, they want it. You do a version of uh, Who Can It Be Now. Here's you do the Blue thing. Bayou, you do Don't Talk to Strangers. I know who my fan base is, and it's people I know who are very, very polite. Um, this is what I'm saying. Uh, do you think this audience isn't your fan base? I don't know. I think it I think it is, but I also think with, with this album, everybody who really wants it has it. Uh, and I see how people will, with, with your contests, if it's, you know, hey, it's... Uh, 
uh, one of the Go Go's books, or yeah. it's uh, you know um, a, a heart box set, and people will will you have to pick of like the thirty people who've sent something oh, in. Well, look, let's let's make people want this thing. Listen, oh God, that's cool. Why don't you tell me stop? you because you're my gold. Stop saying it's no longer true. This is Rick Springfield, drunk. West Anthony, do you like Steely Dan? I love Steely Dan. You do? Yeah. Well, yeah, they're great. you're in for a treat. So you find yourself somebody who can do the job for free when you need a bit of loving cause your man is out of town. That's the time to get me running and you know I'll be around. I'm a fool to do All right, these are just some of the classics on 50 million hob fans can't be found I had to get a Tums. the title is uh the title is also a joke very funny don't trip on that wire i'll kill you um do you do any devo songs i almost recorded one for this i might still do is that even a sentence i might still do oh, okay uh central pennsylvanian you're gonna, you're gonna talk to me no about sentence nope. structure nope nope i take it back take it back apologies no i'm so um, sorry yeah, there's uh, there's plans. I could I could I'll do that once I get back. Um, I am working on a new album that's going to be even more uh, niche than than this one. I'll be doing it with some friends of mine, the Body Boys, who are a uh, a pirate drinking band, and the album is going to be called Super Sounds of the Seven Seas. I like it. it it's just going to be. Is it new material, or you're going to oh, be no. covering yacht rock oh. classics? I will be covering yacht rock songs and songs from the seventies in the style. Of uh, pirate and sea shanties. What's your <laughs> What's your favorite yacht rock '70s song? I'm gonna ask you this first, Stevo, mm. and then I'm gonna answer, and then Wes. That'll give you time to think of yours. My favorite. Your favorite. Come on. What is it? Not many. Well, there's so, there's so many to, to think about it. Uh, Summer breeze. Summer breeze by. Is it seals and crops? Seals yeah. and crops. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mine is. From Stephen Bishop, it's Save It for a Rainy Day. Okay. That's my favorite. I don't even think I know that one. Oh, come on. If I, I was going to cue it up. If I was going to pick a favorite, I, I think it would have to be some something from Steely Dan. They're, right, they're, they're kind of Yacht Rock, aren't they? Yeah. They're, yeah, they're on the station. Okay. Well, then it, probably Deacon Blue. Yeah. All right. Here's Save It for a Rainy Day great. since Wes never heard it. <laughs> Nice cue, Steve-O. <laughs> well, she's kind of pretty, drives a big car, too. And when I hold her in my arms, I never know what to do. I love this. She's got everything she needs. What does she need me for? Just a crazy fool coming back for more. And I know she's no good. Can't live about her, no, I should. It's the chorus. Everybody says, a watch out, boy. Here it comes. She'll break your heart like it was a toy. You better save her for a rainy day. 
that was for the traditional rock solid fan who uh, just needed something that wasn't uh, <laughs> that wasn't. That's 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 the chicken fingers on the on the uh, on the menu. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy that one, kids. <laughs> that was for the youngins. All right, I have uh, one more song to play because I believe this came between Freedom of Choice and New Traditionalists. I think uh, the song from the heavy metal soundtrack, Working in a Coal Mine. Right. Oh yeah. It's not on any studio album. It's strictly on that soundtrack. Yeah, I think they they put it on a single <clears throat> that was included with the New Traditionalists album. Oh, okay, good. That so was they, a good they, idea. They threw it in as a seven inch. That's a good idea because they weren't allowed to put it on the actual album, so they got around that. I don't know if, even if they weren't allowed to or not. But. I think they weren't because I think the heavy metal soundtrack is. I no, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. All right, I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong because Open Arms by Journey is on that, and that's on Escape. So there it is. Yeah. All right. He's working in a coal mine. Maybe their second most popular song after Whip It. Maybe. What do you think? Yeah, because it was a, it was used in a, a theme song for something. I don't remember what, but I think it was the theme song for coal mines. Right. Across the country, from West Virginia, going out to someone. There's a there's a 90 year old guy still works in a coal mine. And he knows this song. I can't think of anything worse than working in a coal mine. Well, prison. Right. Listening to this version, or this song by the Judds. <laughs> Did they do a version? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Well, it is a cover. Yeah. Yeah, Alan Toussaint, right? You heard it? From the album Rockin' with the Rhythm, <laughs> the Judds, Winona, and her mom Naomi. I remember once on Saturday Night Live, Dennis Miller, when Dennis Miller was the host of uh, Weekend Update. Uh, that guy seems uh, normal. Um, he showed a picture of the Judds, and they had like low-cut tops on. And he just goes, all he said was, nice Judds. <laughs> and that was it. Okay. Made me laugh. Maybe in 19, uh, whatever, 93? Yeah, 89. Whatever it was. Yeah. Made me laugh. That's the kid in me. Diva always did really good covers. Mm -hmm. They did. And they they didn't, they just, you know, play them straightforwardly. They would always do something with them. Yeah. And then around that same time, I don't, I guess it is another one that wasn't on an album. So I didn't, I didn't even, you know, write it down or anything. But um, it? uh, it takes a worried man. Which they did for the uh, the the weird Neil Young uh, movie uh, Human Highway, Cause, wow! Because that was yeah oh yeah there was the whole thing there that was the intersection of uh, Neil Young and Devo, which uh, which happened. I mean if you, yeah. you can find on YouTube, they together they did like an eight or nine minute version of Hey Hey My My, that's uh, it's 
it's nuts, but yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and he was mad at them because they sold merch. Really? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. He, he doesn't sell any t-shirts no. or anything? He really? does. Well, 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 not, not like, um, he when, when to... he was, when he was like, met them and was hanging out with them, they're like, yeah, we've, we've got merch. He's like, no, you, why are you doing selling merch? And then he, then he sold us a Pono player. <laughs> Did you get one of those, West? I feel like that's something you might uh, no, think no, about. I, never, I didn't get one of those. Were you thinking about it? No, I was never thinking. I, oh. I, I don't. I was never really into the idea of uh, paying for streaming music. If I want to, <laughs> if I want to buy music, I, I want to buy it for good. Yeah, I don't want to rent it. Gotcha. You know, so I have a Spotify account, but it's not like it's not a premium one. It's just the free one. Yeah, that's what I got. And I pretty much just use it to like sample stuff that that i hear is good and, and then, then if it, you like it you'll buy it yeah exactly that's how it should work yeah all right from 1990 mm, nope sorry august 26 1981 new traditionalist uh, self-produced by the band devo west what do you got for us uh jerking back and forth that's a great another great song of theirs what i say about it i say good tune i go all in with my opinions <laughs> not a great tune not but it's not okay it's it's a it's a good tune it's dismal <laughs> steve what do you got uh through being cool uh aka my anthem from ages you know uh seven through 41 but now no, I'm I'm still done with it. No, but I'm saying now oh. with this uh, hot new 50 million Hob fans can't be found album, back to being cool, right? Yep. We've been recording for four hours. Being cool, <laughs> we're through. Being cool, The fact that you play multiple instruments makes you cool. Uh, well, going back to the lyrics, if you uh, you know if you live in a small town, you might meet a dozen or two. It, like, I grew up in the middle of nowhere, yeah, in rural Michigan, and what kind of got me through it is playing music, uh, because uh, like, hey, just. I, we need somebody to play the bass. You are around. Pick this up. Yeah. And and then you could do it though. Yeah, but we but I wasn't 
I was never like, no one was ever like, wow, you're in a band. That is nobody's ever said that to me. You know, like I, I picked up, I started playing music. I started Mm. listening to music because there wasn't a lot to do. I didn't really have, uh, anybody to really hang out with until I started playing music. Gotcha. You know, uh, but yeah. then you always find your group depending on what you're into. Yeah. 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 Like, why Why are we fighting? I'm just agreeing with you. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm really feeling poor right now. <laughs> not feeling good. Uh, this might be my second favorite Devo song right after Girl You Want. I just love Beautiful World. I'm going to play it. Fuck you guys. It's a beautiful world we live in A sweet romantic place Like, I was the age when, like, when these songs were coming out, like, I was of the age where I should have been buying this music, but I, I didn't. But I always liked it when it came on MTV, mm-hmm. but I never, you know, like, when this song came out, I was in 11th grade. So this, like, this should have been, like, I should purchase this, right? This is another example yeah. of, of them sort of, you know, being subversive because yes. you know, most of the lyrics were pretty much, yeah, they're telling you, oh, everything is wonderful, it's a beautiful world. But then at the end, they sort of twist in the knife and say, it's not for me. And right. also, this song, more than anyone, another is really the sort of the perfect synthesis of their whole audiovisual mm-hmm. uh, career because that's part of the things that they were also uh, pioneers in terms of making what we now think of as music videos. Yeah, yeah. Because you know they started out making you know short films even before there was an MTV, and uh, in fact the the Whippet video got them you know kicked off a, a Lily Tomlin special because she saw it and thought, well, this is this is misogynist and because you know that's in in the video a guy is like you know wow he's whipping the clothes off a, a woman which is it's a it's, which was an old trick that they saw in a magazine yeah but um but yeah, in, it works it's a good trick yeah, but but in the beautiful world video i mean that's the whole thing is it starts out looking you know they, they grabbed a bunch of uh you know images from you know various uh sources like documentary industrial films and so forth mm-hmm. and it starts out looking okay but then towards the end i mean then you got you know black people getting dogs sicked on them by racist cops and you know atom bombs going off and that's the it's it is in many ways like that video and the song together that's like the perfect synthesis of what they were trying to say mm-hmm. about america and about the world in general but america in particular probably nerd talk. you guys are nerds i feel seen <laughs> well, you know, I had to do it live in the studio right now. I don't, I, you know, I. <laughs> Where are we? I forget. Yeah, should we? Yeah, let's go oh, back to. Oh. Hold on, just play some more Journey. I guess yeah, we'll so, start here over. Here we go. Yeah. So, <laughs> welcome to Rock Solid. Today we're talking about Boston. Um, <laughs> hold on. Uh, don't start believing. 
It's a commercial-free rock blog featuring ELO, REM, XTC, U2, and In Excess. Yeah, that's what they were alienated from. <laughs> that might be Yacht Rock. Like, that's the thing. It's just like when everybody else is like that really smooth, just kind of like, hey, man, mellow. Man. And then you get in, uh, you know, Alan on the drums, and it's just like, here's a... Like, I'm going to uh, sing a love song, but it's called Uncontrollable Urge or <laughs> Girl You Want. This is a love yeah. song, but it's just like, you know what you know what love songs are, right? You know what love's mm-hmm. like? Yeah. You know what you know what the people singing those songs really want to do? Let's talk about that. Let's sing about that song. <laughs> it's what it is. It's, 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 yeah. The year is 1982. Mm-hmm. The album is, oh no, it's Steve-O. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, oh no, it's. Devo, I burped. Sorry, not professional. Oh no! Uh, produced by Roy Thomas Baker, who worked with Queen, the Cars, Journey. <laughs> For every cool band you can name, I can name like the other <laughs> band: Foreigner, Ozzy, Alice Cooper, The Darkness. Worked with a lot of people. So, what do we got, West? From Oh No, it's Devo. I love that. That's a great album title. Time out for fun. Yeah, when are we going to have some? <laughs> Hour three. Living under the gun. Circumstances have you on the run. A pack of problems, you feel bad. Hey, this, you've just been had. Don't you lose it, now listen to us. Everything's going to be all right. Take a break, take some time. Everything's going to be all right. Don't you lose it, remember to take... I do want to mention the album cover artwork is always on point with these guys. It's so good always. And that was another thing that they they had a lot of control over. All of their their imagery and and their promotional stuff, uh, you know, album sleeves and single sleeves and early on i mean even their their but their concert posters mm-hmm. and all that stuff they they did a lot of that stuff themselves early on yeah and for these all these albums they would they would come up with the concepts they would have professional photographers do them but they came up with the concepts and then themselves. they got to pick and choose what was taken yeah they're i mean that's that's the kind of stuff you do in art school you know right yeah you should try to have control over your art uh thanks pat you're welcome um, these albums are all like 32, 33 minutes long. Cause yeah. it's just, that's enough. That's good. It doesn't have to be 70 minutes of guitar soloing. Yeah. They, they never did a, a double album. No, no. If they did a double album, well, it'd be 60 minutes. I mean, they kind of, later on, they had enough stuff to do like, well, we had like, uh, with, um, something for everyone. They they had enough to uh, yeah that they released another yeah thing well, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that when it comes to it we, we, I'll decide what we talk I, about. I am sorry I, am, I this is your show <laughs> so the next song that you picked Steve-O, is the theme song of today's episode <laughs> what's it called <laughs> oh big wait what, what yeah yeah big mess big mess 
I'm having so much fun, I swear to God. Perfect fun. Lots of fun and perfect. Perfect fun. Now, I have the two songs that were the video hits because those were what I was exposed to in small town Pennsylvania. But my friends and I thought Peekaboo was so crazy. Like, it was like the craziest thing we've ever heard or seen. Because when he would go, ha, 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 Peekaboo, I'm just like, what is this? This is insane. And yeah. we used to just laugh. Every time that video would come on, we would just crack up. So this is Peekaboo. Steve O'Cued this. I did not. I mean, it's not crazy now. But when you're hopped up on three Mountain Dews in a glass bottle, population 5,500. All right, I'm going to go right into That's Good. songs are basically around you know anywhere from two and a half to three and a half just the sweet spot for Mm -hmm. radio but didn't always get played on radio yeah radio wasn't really into them (laughs) but it seems crazy now like when i hear these songs they're just such fun songs that's i i think this is uh this episode is gonna make some some devo converts like people who have only heard uh whip it they're gonna oh i should i should do a deep dive into this mm-hmm. or they might go like oh my god i know all these songs oh, I, you yeah. know what i mean they might go i forgot how great devo is mm-hmm. i think both of those videos were like 
shot in at roughly the same time mm-hmm. because they both I mean, if you remember remember what they looked like yeah they, they both take place on like pretty much the exact same kind of sound stage yeah and uh, the label probably wasn't giving them a big video budget at the time no and and then they also you know they were they started out shooting on film and then they they transitioned to video which these were definitely shot on videotape yeah and they thought that was going to be like the the next big thing that videotape uh, shooting on videotape rather than film was going to be like the shit and I mean, it is kind of shit, but <laughs> <laughs> also Every, with, everybody went back to film. <laughs> yeah, with with you know with their synth, uh, it has it, with with synthesizers you can make any kind of sound, but a Devo synth, you know, it's a Devo synth. That's true. Uh, they've got the twangy guitars, they've got um, the 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 human metronome, uh, they've got uh, yeah, solid bass that's that's punk rock as hell, and uh, yeah. But you also you notice here is where they sort of started getting away from the guitars. You notice there's there's not yeah tons of sense. as much there. No, and it and it goes even further with yeah. the next album. Carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at Carmax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The next album is from 1984. It's called Shout. It's their last album for Warner Brothers, but uh, Warner Brothers stuck with them for a long time. Uh, Did they though? <laughs> I mean, it's like five. Six- Six years, 78 to 84. But I mean, I think it's like five or six albums though, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's six albums, but I mean, this, I don't know, I guess. They, well, I mean, eventually. It's definitely a matter of diminishing returns. I know that Warner yeah. Brothers was not super happy about the fact that uh, Devo could not or would not, or at any rate did not capitalize on the success of Freedom of Choice. Right. They, I don't know if, uh, you know, they just didn't want to, or they just decided to run in the opposite direction. Or it's just, it's just not something that they were interested in. Maybe. Yeah. But money course, and fame. The the label. The reason wants, you get into the business. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's the reason they yeah, got into it. That's true. See, but the the label, of course, they want hits and nothing but, mm-hmm. and that's just not what they got. And it was definitely from that was that was a peak with freedom of choice, and then you see just you know, kind of diminishing returns from each album to the next uh, after that. So it's weird because every song we've played, even the deep cuts that you guys pulled out, they all sound like hits to me. They, they all the sound thing, like yeah. they could be hits. That's the thing that they're, they're all just great songs, but it's one of those things where, you know, that's, I think that's why when they put out that, that two disc, uh, uh, pioneers you know, got scalped. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an apt name for, for that because, you know, they were out there on, on the leading edge, but they didn't really get to reap the rewards. Yeah. You know, it was it was the people who came in afterwards who really cleaned up. So that's just what happens. And it's probably, you know, they fall into the same category that, that Sparks does, where it's yeah. like, it they are your favorite band's favorite band. You know, uh, like, I said what I said. Yeah, but now, I mean, you know, finally Sparks is getting the... yeah. I mean, I saw that documentary. I didn't know anything about Sparks other than if you showed me a picture of Sparks, I would go, oh, that's Sparks. Yeah. And I would know, I don't know, two songs. The one with Jane Whedlin and maybe something else. Yeah. but And I saw that I saw that documentary three times at the theater. And the whole t- from the first time I saw it, I was just like, Wait, did, 
we're and you know why didn't I why but, didn't I give this a chance? But you know it's it's like the real Devo fans are the ones who are you know playing the like are are in the bands that you like. And yeah. Like this is uh yeah stuff that stuff that they want to listen mm-hmm. to, but it's it's kind of like being the comedian's comic. Yeah. It's it's the same kind of thing. It's that's a good that's a good way to put it. Thanks. The comics comic. Yeah. During the documentary, the second time I saw it, Mike Schmidt leaned over to me and he goes, "Dude, did these guys invent music?" <laughs> I said, "I think they did." All right. Sadly, Steve and I, neither one of us have a song from this album because I'm not familiar with this album, oh. and uh, we've only had since uh, December 19, uh, 2019 to prepare. Yeah, yeah. So, and we didn't. So, we only have one song from Shout, oh. self-produced, and it's the song that you picked. What do you got for us, West? Uh, here to go, which is another one like like the previous my previous picture. But it's one of those things where it's just brimming with positivity. But again, you're not really sure if they're serious about it. Gotcha. Okay, we will play another song. Here's what's going to happen, Steve. I'm going to th- give you three song titles and you tell me which one you want to hear from this album. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Are you nervous? Kind of. It's, it's multiple choice. Oh, There's boy. no wrong answer. Oh, no. Okay. Title track, which is called Shout. I, th- I think I've heard that. You know, you make me want to. I think that's, no. no. Um, the Fourth Dimension or Puppet Boy. Puppet Boy. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. you just hear that, and you got to hear Puppet no, Boy. No, well, here's here's what it was. It was usually. It was my inflection. Hold on a second. The um, I was gonna I was gonna pick here to go as well, but like with the email chain or whatever, I saw that you picked that. I'm like, oh, I was gonna I'll pick that, and then I'm like, I'll oh, I'll figure something else out, and then I just didn't. And then you never did. And also, but also you the never version stepped up. You I gave up. Nope, sure did. The version of of Here to Go that I'm more familiar with is they did a greatest hits and a greatest misses. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got And those. the uh, okay, here- you don't have to brag about what CDs you have. Okay, keep okay, going. Okay, yeah. Oh, I'm my- not bragging about it. They're just here. They're just up on the wall. Oh, yeah, and you're and taking pictures of them and throwing them out all over the internet. I got to make content of some sort. <laughs> I got to keep people engaged on the goddamn Twitter. Okay, I keep interrupting every time Stevo talks. I'm used to it. The thing is, yeah, I I, I was just more familiar with. I, on those greatest uh, hits albums, mm-hmm. they didn't have anything from that. Shout, yeah, from Shout, except for that, and then they remixed it. Yeah, so yeah, so let, Puppet so, Boy. Eh? So let's see what Puppet Boy is gonna bring us. What do you think this song's about? It's about a puppet boy. It says so right in the title. I mean, you mean like Pinocchio? Something along those lines. <laughs> do you like this album, West? We don't know anything about it. I do like it. I mean, it's again, that's the thing is, it's it's not as good. But uh, as, as some of the other stuff. And like, mm-hmm. you know, going away from, yeah, they got away from guitar, but it's still there. It's just in the other songs, uh, the synth did what the guitar does later. They kind of switched places. And also, but, you know, trying to make. Uh... No! 
got a lot of Kiss merchandise in your room, Pat. How does it feel to be interrupted by something that you wrote? It's so insulting. I know, but it's that's what it's supposed to be played when someone's <laughs> pontificating and they're just going on and so on. So this is also Keep around going. the time, you know, they're getting rid of, they're, they're like, hey, let's make guitars obsolete. They actively made Alan obsolete. They were like, hey, we like drum machines. And he's like, you know, I'm one of the most proficient drummers there is. Yeah, but that's what led to him leaving. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> he kind of did. <laughs> But you know, after he passed, they were like, "Yeah, we we might have did him a little bit dirty." Yeah, um, well, it's a terrible mistake. Yeah, I mean, he really is like one of the greatest drummers ever. I mean, I, very highly highly underrated drummer. Steve-O yeah. loves his drumming. Every every cue point is drums. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a drum? Do you have drums at your house? No, There's some type of a drum thing. I've got some. I've yeah, I've got some stuff that I'll I'll hit and bang on to to do some percussion. Gotcha. But it's not drums. Uh, yeah. All right. Puppet Boy. Let's find out what it is. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Puppet Boy. Good choice. Now, this is definitely New Wave, you know. Choice, Steve-O. Puppet Boy. All right, moving on. 1988, four years later, no longer on Warner Brothers Records, on Enigma. That's a... Well, look good it did them. That's an independent label for sure. What do you got from Total Devo, Uh, Doctor? Some things never change. Any backstory on this? No, I just... I really like it. Mm, that's always <laughs> there's, neat. There's a there's a Beatles reference in there, mm. and uh, see, there is some stuff. It's the the, the whole. I mean, they they were very very unhappy with the uh, the Enigma situation because you know I mean, and I, I can see why. I mean, you, you go from a major label what that you know has to like, Enigma that has Fleetwood Mac and Van Halen and like all kinds of great stuff and now you're a label yeah and, and enigma was they I mean they were barely holding on i don't even know why they signed with enigma there were plenty of other independent labels that they could have signed with and enigma was like i mean they, they were like perpetually on the ropes and <laughs> and there was no money you know for a promotion there was i mean at a certain point i think they didn't even tour behind one of these albums because there was no money and then the the whole label just like died here's who was on enigma uh, well, this was 86, but this band was on Enigma and they were label mates with Devo. I'm getting the spinning wheel of death. It won't, I understand why. The Smithereens? No, the Smithereens were on Enigma. Yeah, too. Yeah, they were. Apparently my, uh, my, my computer ball. refuses to play this song. Oh, it must be really bad. Mm. Let's try. <laughs> Let's try. See if I can get it to play. Come on, you... <laughs> I think they had, wait, did they have poison? Guy knows his music. I know my labels. 
Guy loves poison. West Anthony loves him. These guys were at the Christmas party with Devo. All right, enough. I think that's where all Devo's money went. They went, it went to poison. Went to poison. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're the ones who who did something with it. All right, let's listen to some things never change. West Anthony, scale of one to ten, what do you give this album for the listeners out there? I give it a five. All right. Uh, Reigning endorsement, 50%. (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes. That'd be rotten. Steve-O, what do you got from... Oh. You don't have a song from this album. You don't have a song from Total Devo? You know what? Neither do I. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play our fun game. (laughs) What if we didn't pick any songs? We just did this every time. All right, I'll read some song titles. Not a bad. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. I'll tell you which one you should play next. No, but... we want to play this fun thing. Okay, <laughs> and watch. By the way, I, the inflection in my voice, you'll know what one I want to hear. Okay. All right. Do you want to hear um, "Happy Guy," "The Shadow," or "Baby Doll"? Well, let's do uh, "Baby Doll." That's not even the one I wanted to hear. I wanted what? to hear "Happy Guy." Well, put "Happy Guy" on. All right. This is a happy guy. Of intro. Let me jump ahead. Let me tell you about a boy. Larry Spud, he was twice in love. We're two very different girls. Knowing life is short, he told them both the truth, but they already knew. Hey! Now he's a happy guy. Now he's did I call the song Happy Boy? You did. That's by the Beat Farmers. I believe I'm having cognitive issues tonight. Yeah. Also, I did a shot of rum, so that's enough to put <laughs> right. me over the top. Um, yeah, when was the last time you ate some today? Was it... Was it Breakfast? You know what? That was the last thing I ate. Yeah. What time was that? 11? No, it was noon. All right. So what? Eight hours ago? Is that how time works? Yep. Wait a minute. Did I eat anything else? I, I, had a, I had a protein shake. Oh. Which is, this is proof that that's not food, people. <laughs> so eat a sandwich. Um, this was the only Devo album that was also released on the DAT format, digital audio tape. 
I don't have any of those. In addition to vinyl, cassette, and CD. Also, Rolling Stone gave this one out of five. The gaucho of Devo albums. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what they gave gaucho? I don't know. I just, I was just, yeah. Do you think that, the, do you think Steely Dan Gaucho got a bad review from Rolling Stone? Well, I, it, it was more of a throwback to the, the episode uh, that we did of, of, of uh, Steely Dan where we listened to Gaucho and we're like, hey, this isn't good. <laughs> Let me see what we got I bet they Gaucho. gave it. I bet they gave it two or two and a half. And it's a very good album. Rolling Stone gave Gaucho four and a half out of five stars. Really? But then, if you go to the Rolling Stone album guide, uh-huh. it gets two out of five. See that? That's I, I'm willing to bet that was like the original review, and then later on, because I mean, you know what gigantic fucking suck ups Rolling Stone reviewers are. Hey, hey, hey! Friend of the show, David Wild, was a Rolling Stone reviewer. Well, he's not now, though, is he? That's the thing. They they probably fired him because he wouldn't suck up. Do you think, I like that. Do that's you think, a good way to do it. Do you think David Wilde ever drops Hob the Troll's name? <laughs> where, where would that happen? <laughs> Ouch. No, I mean, where would it happen? I'm being serious. Um, I don't know. Hanging out with uh, Bono and uh, The Edge. <laughs> I bet he'll drop it now because yeah. you've, you've put the idea out there. All right, moving on. Let's see if uh, we have any songs from uh, the next one is... Smooth Noodle Maps. And Steve-O, you got a song from this too. I think you do. Yeah, and so does West. Steve, I'm going to let you go first. I feel like you're not having fun. I'm having a wonderful time. How dare you? Okay, geez. <laughs> What's your song from Smooth... Is that's, this... a hard, that's hard to say for me. Smooth Noodle Maps. Yeah. Hey, Smooth Noodle Maps. Hey, Charlie. Yeah. Bring your Smooth Noodle Maps over here. I'm having a hard time having a freedom of choice over here. And give me a kiss. You said it was over. <laughs> You're breaking my heart. Oh, yes. Is and this... 24-7. Wow. Is this uh, when we do it? <clears throat> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh. Kapow. I like that better than the, the last song we yeah. heard from that Total Devo. So the um and they will reuse a lot of that song later. Like there's there's stuff in in this era that you could tell that they wanted to do more with, they just weren't able to. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah. But it's it's still good. It's still there. Still on Enigma, Poison. <laughs> double Bill, great double Bill. Who else is on Enigma? Smithereens. Yeah, the Smithereens were uh, for a while. There was a, a great, great band called Game Theory, and when when Enigma folded, and you you couldn't find a Game Theory album for Love or Money, but uh, 
and they were out of print for decades. Omnivore recently reissued the, the Game Theory catalog, almost all of it. It was like a few years ago. Omnivore's a good label. Yeah, they're a very good label. It says Wall of Voodoo was on there for a while. Oh, okay. Sonic Youth was on there for a while. They had Alf stored for a little bit. I bet Wall of Voodoo and Devo would be hanging out at the party. <laughs> Is this right? It says, it says that Motorhead was on Enigma for a while. That could they, they, be. I don't believe this at all. There's, I don't think any of these. This, what's going on here? I, Who, they did have some metal. Husker Du? Were they on there? Hmm. I don't think so. David Cassidy, that's true. Comeback album for David. I have that. So we haven't even talked about <clears throat> Spirit of 76 yet. Is Devo in that? Devo, they're they're. Wait a minute! I just brought up I brought up David Cassidy yeah. on a fluke. Yeah, he, he's in that movie. Yes, and Devo's in that movie. Yes, and Red Cross is in that movie. You've seen that, right? No, I haven't. Oh my God! It's 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 April's. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm very April, excited. Tell tell everyone who April is, so they don't think it's April Richardson. My wife, April. Yes, uh, that is her favorite movie. And she watched it when she was eight because it was on, uh, like Showtime or whatever. Okay. And her and her sister watched that movie like weekly, and that's one of the only movies that my wife will constantly be able to sit through and laugh at. What's and the story? Do you know the storyline? Well, the story is um, from the future. Yeah. David Cassidy. Okay. Olivia da- Olivia Dabo and some guy. Good looking co- bunch of people coming <laughs> yeah. from the future. Well, what happens, Pat? All of uh, recorded history has been erased. All of it. Yeah. So you mean music? Everything. Everything. Audiobooks? Oh, yeah, audiobooks, uh, Kindles, even though they weren't invented yet. Paper books? Paper books. Everything. It's gone. Tell. There's nothing. There's no entertainment no, at all. Not and not only entertainment. There's there's no well, this history. Sound, this sounds like the time for Devo to break through. Well, Devo, they're they're the they're the mystery of what science intelligence. Yeah. Don't um, look at him. He hasn't yeah, seen it. Seen Stop it. looking at him. Well, I'm, I'm April's Stop guy. making eye contact with West Anthony. <laughs> so what happens is they go back in time. Not Devo. They're very busy. Um, they go back in time uh, to uh, 1776. Because Carl Reiner is an old man. He's like, you have to go back and find the Constitution. Carl Reiner is Carl in Carl Reiner's in it. And so is Rob Reiner. Um, and uh, they go back. Well, the machine, the time machine, is all, all, all mixed up. And it goes back in time to 1976. And uh, so they land and they meet Red Cross, who are just two stoner kids. And uh, they're like, hey, we can help you out. Um, we can help. We'll take you to the library. And then... Uh, uh, um, who, uh, Leaf, uh, Leaf Garrett's in it. Yeah, friend of the show. He, uh, he, he hangs out with Livia Dabo, and uh, they go uh, disco dancing. And uh, yeah, it's it's a, it says this was a Castle Rock Entertainment. Don Novello's in it. Mike McShane is in it. I got a whole list of people right here. You ready? Yeah, hit it. Uh, Jeff McDonald and Steve McDonald, Barbara Bain, Julie Brown. I don't know if that's downtown or the comedian. The comedian. Uh, Tommy Chong. Yep. Iron Eyes Cody. Yep. Cries at the end. Uh, Carl Reiner, Rob Reiner, Moon Zappa. Mm-hmm. Oh. I like her. Sounds awful. <laughs> it's... Uh, soundtrack has Average White Band, Chicago, The Carpenters, Grand Funk Railroad, Starland Vocal Band. Well, guess, guess, yeah. what, guess what song? Starland Vocal Band. Guess what one? <laughs> yeah, Afternoon Delight. Uh, Peter Tosh, Blue Oyster I hear they have six... six. Have, no, England, John, Dan. Uh, I would love to think that they did. Bay City Rollers is there. 
And it was mid-afternoon delight. Yeah, this is a lot Late of... Late uh, afternoon delight. It's, it's a good soundtrack. I'm not going to lie to you. All right, Smooth Noodle Maps, 1990, the same year that this uh, aforementioned spirit of... 76. 76. Okay. What song do you got for us, West? Uh, post Postmodern Man. Post Postmodern Man. Lots of words in the title. It's a good headphone song. Love it. He's an architect. a good tune if you like eclectic music performed with a comedic bent you will love 50 million hob fans can't be found i have to read that because if i don't i'll say it wrong actually i read it wrong so that's going to be our prize four copies it's in a mini album sleeve isn't it yeah fancy comes with a digital download you can share it with someone i mean if you don't want to rip this into your computer you just punch this code in you get one. Your other music is available on Bandcamp. Yeah. My favorite from the holidays, Rebel Bell. It's a good one. It's real good. It's a parody. You take Rebel Yell and you twist it on its ear. And you give it a little boom. I still say dancing with my elf. I don't know why you're staying away from that for this holiday season. Is it too on the nose? Be honest. Partly. And I don't know what else to put in the song. You want to write it with me? We'll do it. What about this? What if we take Moni Moni, even though I know that's a cover, it's still done by Billy Idol, and we do Holly Holly? I had another idea. What was it? It's a nice day for a white Christmas. That works too. Yeah. Dancing with my elf. It's good though. It seems like it's... Billy Idol did a whole Christmas album, and he didn't come up with any of this show. He didn't do any of these parodies, no. (laughs) You'd, You'd think he would have. At least one. I bet I bet he would be so angry if we even brought up dancing. He would just snarl I, I think and he'd be, punch. I think he'd be angry if he found out I did a parody. I think he snarls <laughs> even when he's happy. That's I'm what. having a wonderful day. <laughs> I just broke in here. It's me, Billy Idol. Now you guys talking about TiVo? 20 years later, 20 years between albums. Seems like a long time to wait. But they finally do it. They finally bring it. Well, they broke up. They broke up? Yeah. Did what? they break up or did they just go on hiatus? How do these bands make money when they break up for these long periods they, of time? Because they got together several times over the years and did shows. Yeah. But they, they just w- never recorded an album. Yeah. I just don't know how bands, and seriously, like the Tubes, like, do they can they make a living just playing a handful of dates a year? I mean, I work Renaissance festivals, so yes. <laughs> All right. Fair. Fair enough. Now, it says that... This album, something for everybody. It's back on Warner Brothers Records. Yeah, they got they went back there. They say we're going to give you a shot. And what was cool about this? Did you did you do the survey? Did you take part in that? No, no, I didn't. So what they did is they said, "Hey, everybody, we're Devo. We're putting out a new album. But what we want to do is we are we want you to essentially help with this." And I'm 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 vaguely like I'm 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 sure I'm going to get something wrong. That's so, okay. Uh, but there was like. Here are, like, I don't know, 
I'm going to say like 25 little snippets of ideas that they said, listen to all of these, pick your favorites, let us, you know, and, and then, and then. All right. Uh, and then rank them. And then also uh, pick a color. How does this color make you feel? Uh, and that's and that's why when they put this album out, the energy domes were blue. Blue, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they sold them. They did. Yeah. I I I, I got to be honest. That's the only reason that it was blue, so that they could sell. It, ones well, that it's, red. it's it's part. The whole thing is about commercialism, and it's giving oh, okay. the people what they you know. Is your energy dome uh, the same thickness and girth as that one, or is it may, little, may, is, may or, is I, it, or is it cheaper? No, it's the same. It's the same quality. All right. Cool. I like how you tap it just to yeah. make sure. Tick, tick. Tap it into the mic so people can hear how you test the energy dome. Perfect. What about what about this? No, it's not a megaphone. What about what about talking Ooh, into it echo. Like oh, this? Ow, oh, my ears. Oh, too loud. Hello. Too loud. All right. So the first song from Something for Everybody is chosen by West Anthony. What do you got for us? Uh, what we do. Do it. I didn't want it to end. This album is is killer. And it's really good. And it's now twelve years old. Yeah. Do you think they'll ever do another album? I don't know. Um, they uh, and and listening to this, they've really figured out how to record, you know, digital drums, digital. Yeah. Yeah. It it doesn't have that flatness that some of the other you know albums have. Because it's it's all just plugging a cable into into a machine. Now those machines know how to make stuff sound, uh, making digital machines sound like live instruments, mm-hmm. which is what they've always wanted to do. Who do you think you're talking to? Look how I engineered all. Yeah. That. Look over here at this mixing board. He looks great. Look these wires are in here. They uh-huh. go. They run from there to here. They go through here. It comes out of here. Yep. I know what you're talking about. I do, and you do. Why are you Why are you talking down to me? I'm an engineer. Choo-choo. Uh, what do you got for us, Steve-O? I have Fresh. What's this going to be like? I don't even remember it when I queued it up. What's it going to be like? Describe it. Well, this... Uh, so, it, it, it does... Uh, when I talked about um, when we do it, there are parts of when we do it that they later used in the... Set you up. It's not fair. It's not fair. gaslit you <laughs> my new album rusty cow is available on all sorts of uh, digital media and check out my patreon it's not fair two planes huh i literally <laughs> literally set him up on that g-a-s light ing okay fresh we'll let the music do the talking like aerosmith 
All right. Now you're not going to talk at all? You're making very aggressive eye contact. You've, you've committed to record two more episodes with me this oh, weekend. Oh, yeah. 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 About what? Good times. We're going to do iTunes roulette. Oh, okay. Where you just, you just put it on shuffle. Whatever comes up, comes up. Wow. And then we decide which song is better. And you have to be honest. If his song's better, I have to say it. Sure. And then we are, it's, oh, it's the listener. He's going to sit in on the listener episode. Oh, okay. So here's Fresh. good ones but you see you hear it's got the same stuff from what we do it the straight up like it died and went to heaven and he's yelling it this time he's like i really wanted to get this line in on an album that people would listen to and finally he did it it's great so good all right we've we've completed the devo discography i'm calling this episode pat west steve odivo that's what i'm calling it or should I call it Pado Westo Stevo Devo? Or or neither. Maybe maybe none of those rings true. Pat West Stevo Devo. Fuck it. I'm doing it. That's what it's called. We can't play the nerd thing on him, can we? <laughs> oh no, not Stevo. <laughs> bad bad traditionalists. <laughs> I have a playout song. Du- I- duty now in the future. <laughs> But duty is spelled like... Like poo-poo. Poo-poo. All right. Cool. Uh, okay, let's tell people where you can find everyone. Hob? Bandcamp. Bandcamp. And how do, do I... If I just Google Hob the Troll Bandcamp or Steve-O Dockerson Bandcamp, will it take me there? Yep. All right. Hob, also, HobTheTroll.com, but that'll just take you to uh, uh, all of the podcast episodes that aren't out anymore or I, I haven't been doing in years but if they want to if they want to yeah. go back and listen to those there's some can. good stuff there um and there's a there's a certain day of the week that's better to buy from Bandcamp, correct fridays yeah well fridays. the first friday of the month first oh, friday yeah. of the oh, month just the first friday. Okay. okay yeah and all of the uh they waive all the fees they're pretty good about the fees anyway um like they don't ask for a lot and you they also will help you out i'm i'm really all about Bandcamp. Uh, they've 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 done me right so far. All right, That's yeah. Good. They did you right, and then during this episode, I did you wrong. We're f- hey, Charlie, I did you wrong. It's fine. All right. Hey, get on my lap. <laughs> I'm already there. Uh, hey, that's not a calzone. Hey, no. No, uh, it's trombone. Hey, that's not sauce, it's gravy. Hey, Vinny, what you doing just watching, laughing? Come on, be part of this love. <laughs> West Anthony, where can we find you? Now, your podcast episodes, do they still live somewhere if people want to go look? In my mind. They're not on any platform anymore. Oh, no, no. Look, you pulled you know, them all down. 
I didn't. Look, here's the thing. Where were they? Where, where were they? People, people love to say, oh, once you put something on the internet, it's there forever. No, it isn't. It's there on the internet as long as somebody is willing to pay for the hosting to yes. get it there. Okay. And while there are plenty of people who are willing to pay for hosting of a picture of some girl's tits for, you know, Whoa. a music video, for a video, a music podcast, not so much. Yeah. So yeah. that's what happens. I think you just solved your own problem, though. <laughs> Maybe you just pay for that hosting. Or, or have a picture of tits. <laughs> <laughs> or just call your podcast picture of tits. <laughs> hey, I listened to that whole thing. I didn't see one picture of tits. Yeah, that's because it's audio. Here we like we're welcome to pictures of tits, the the first bird watching podcast. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> what about where are you on uh, Twitter, Hob? Uh, at Hob the Troll. I'm I'm trying to get off it. <laughs> it's not a drug. No, isn't it though? It, yeah, and kind and, of. I'm and, addicted to those likes. Like. Like, and there's retweets. Like Siegel said, there's very, there's rarely a time when I uh, sign off a of Twitter and think, boy, that was a good idea. <laughs> boy, I sure learned a lot and feel good. Yeah. Uh, he's still on it. <laughs> West, where are you on Twitter? Oh, well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Dr. West Anthony. Uh, probably uh, before too long, it'll just be Instagram because uh, once, once Elon Musk takes over, he's... <laughs> He's going to kick my ass off. Very political. Because I'm going to talk shit about him every goddamn day. Okay? <laughs> and you're doing album a day, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. So On both of those uh, uh, platforms. On Instagram and on Twitter. You can find us at Rock Solid Show. You can go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. And you can go to patreon.com forward slash rocksolidpodcast if you would like to win prizes and get exclusive videos and get your episodes early and ad-free and all that good stuff. Now, what, what are the kinds of tiers on your uh, on your Patreon? What do, what do tears we of here? joy. We got tears, tears. of joy. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's hey. your, that's your one dollar set it and forget yeah. it. We got the we got the seven dollar shut the fuck up, Charlie tier. Uh, um, what my, if I wanted to win prizes? Prizes is a two dollar tier. You're telling me for two dollars what? A week? A day? An hour? No, a month. A month. Two dollars a month. It's fifty cents a week. Wow. And I can win stuff? You win one prize, you've made up your money for well, the year, on. probably. Except for this prize. Let me <laughs> Let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, you only give what prizes away? What, every three months or something like that? Well, unfortunately, it's been weekly. Weekly? I don't know why it's... Weekly look, prizes. I never promised... Well, I never promised weekly prizes. It's just been happening that way. Sometimes it's... I, I, 48 weeks a year, easily. But, I, I mean, look, there could be a time when the prizes aren't weekly, so I don't want people to get super excited. But they have been weekly but there's for something. a long time. But there's something... What do you mean? Like every week. There's been something every week. No, yeah, no, I, no. Not not just for prizes, but you're putting out stuff. You're, oh, you're, yeah. You're I put I videos put, of yeah, stuff yeah, as well. Vi yeah, I put a video out a week for $10 plus people. I'll follow you back on Twitter. There's follow a, you back. That's pretty big. Also for $2, we do a, a Patreon episode where you get to record an intro and send a song in. And we drop those episodes first Monday of every month. So 12 of those a year. Nice. Yeah. I try to make it fun. You still got the ASAP club? Got the ASAP club. That's you get your episodes early and uh, ad free. And sometimes you love it. And then sometimes you get this. Boy, where do you think they're going to try to put the ad in, in this one? Oh, I should put the ads right in the middle of you talking. 
just for fun. That's what I'm going to do. Normally, I try to find a nice break right in the middle of you like saying something. I'm going to drop the ad. So now if people listen to the end, they'll know why I did that. Oh, good. Do you have control over where the ads go? Yeah, I, I, I choose the ad drop point. Okay. So I was just dropping them whatever. And then, um, and then I was saying, someone said, maybe you should pick a point that's conducive to this episode that makes like, sense yeah that that yeah. makes sense so that's yeah. what i do now except for this episode <laughs> what if i put an ad in every sentence. time you talked <laughs> every time steve what do you got well my first song is brought to you by whatever i don't know what the ads are i don't listen no i actually get to pick the ads too um they send me a list and then i can say yay or nay and sometimes it's for something that i don't even know what it is so i go to the I can click on the link and go to the website. And like one time I clicked on the link and I went to the website and it was a, a person I'm not a fan of. And I was like, no, I'm not going to say who that person was, but he's got an album that I'll be giving away for free. Ted Nugent. Hmm. All right. The playout song is the theme song from the first movie that Dan Aykroyd starred in after the passing of John Belushi. That clunker is called Dr. Detroit. Nice. Uh, I don't think Dr. We see Dr. Detroit, the character of Dr. Detroit, which is uh, his alter ego in the movie. I don't think we see that character for about an hour into it. And that's not good screenwriting. Dr. West Anthony. Uh And I'm from Detroit. Pat. Dr. Detroit. Call the doctor. It's another movie I've never seen. Oh my God. You, you, Here's the deal. You must not see it. And at the same time, you must see it. Okay, if I see Dr. Detroit and Spirit of 76 in a double feature, oh. will gonna, I live? You're going to like Spirit of 76. You will, be, you will be back on that bus going to the hospital. <laughs> Are you ready for some Dr. Detroit? Yeah. As ready as I'll ever be. Here we go. Thanks, guys. Thank you. How much fun? Scale of one to ten. 11. What about you? L. Oh. Ask me. Pat, what a scale 1 to 10. 4. Okay. <laughs> 4 or 5 times. Mics are off.